0: Hey guys, brand new podcast. It's just me, the B Man. Hey, my uh, Netflix uh, special. Hey, big boy, streaming right now on Netflix. Check it out. Hey, big boy. I got a big plan, plan for uh, St. Patty or not. God damn it. My brain is fried. I have been in a loop. You want to know what's crazy? Today I got up on the treadmill and I'll just show you. By the way, we're doing this from in the house right now. Some people are uncomfortable coming over to my house. I am personally not. Uh, We will be doing some podcasts um, via Zoom or via Skype. And we'll be doing some in the man cave. It depends on whatever anyone's comfortable with. Um, We have, as you'll hear on this podcast, Dr. Drew is comfortable with the setup we have. Halston's six feet away from me. I'm six feet away from the guest. We're all taking care of each other. No one's touching each other. That is this podcast you'll see. It's with Dr. Drew today. But some people are uncomfortable with it. And I am more than comfortable to make sure that everyone feels great. I was going to show you. It's kind of pointless, but today I got on the treadmill with my cup of coffee and I go, "God, I feel like I'm doing the exact same thing." And I put my cup of coffee right next to the cup of coffee from yesterday, fucking identical mugs. I mean, so anyway, this is me in the man cave, my beautiful picture behind me. Uh And yeah, it's a great podcast. Do we try I try to talk less about coronavirus. I'm not looking to do a podcast or create content based around this uh this, uh, COVID-19 or whatever it's called. I just, I I know that I don't want to talk about it. I'm living it and I have no interest in harping on it nonstop. So, uh, we talk a little bit, me and Drew talk a little bit about it. He gives some, uh, gives us some up, up hope, uh, hope, hope, upswing, some upside to look to. And, uh, but mostly we talk about anxiety. I I wanted to try to, I wanted to try to focus this on anxiety and and OCD because I know that I deal with that and this is kind of tweaked out a tad bit. So um so I wanted to put that out there uh, and talk about that a little bit. We talked a little bit about that. We talk about um we talk about a bunch of stuff. It's a podcast for fuck's sake. Anyway, uh yeah, so like I said moving forward, uh we will have some guests that uh can't do in studio and I I understand that and we will do a Zoom and keep bringing podcasts once a week. The audio is fine. The audio sounds great. So it's a podcast still. For As far as video purposes, this is a double screen. So you'll just cut from screen to screen. And it'll look great. Uh, they'll be up on YouTube. Um, we did one with Sam Morel today that was actually really, really great. It was like a two. How long was it, Halston? Like two and a half hours? Yeah, it was two hours. Two hours. So they're still fun podcasts. And by the way, I do therapy this way. I did one with Bill Burr because Bill's uh, Bill wanted to do one on Zoom to see if he liked it. We did a Bill Burt, and it was fucking awesome. Tom and I are still doing Two Bears, One Cave live. We both have promised each other we're keeping minimal contact with anyone. And uh, that's our one little kind of tap out as we get to go do our podcast. It's just the three of us in there, me, him, and Nadav, maybe one other person, so it's still under 10 people. Um, But, yeah, stay safe, everybody. Stay safe. If you're in a city that has not been affected, just fucking minimize your contact, please. Because the quicker we get through this, the quicker we start up on the road, the Birdie Boy World Tour kicks off again. And I get to do my new hour. Ah, That's all. I am I miss comedy so fucking much. Trying to create some content. Today's podcast uh, is with Dr. Drew. If you don't know Dr. Drew, then I don't know what rock you're living under. Uh, Dr. Drew is originally from Loveline, which I tested for. I think we had. No, we didn't talk about that. I ended up testing for Loveline back in the day. I talked to Joel McHale about that. Testing for Loveline back in the day. I, I swear I would have almost got it if I had been more fucking famous. And uh, who knows what would happen in my career then. Anyway, we talk, uh, he's from Loveline. He had Celebrity Rehab. We talk about Celebrity Rehab a little bit. Leanne loves Celebrity Rehab. She said to me in bed the other day, if you told me 10 years ago that I would know Dr. Drew, I would have been like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, Dr. Drew? Really? That was an interesting one. She was obsessed with Celebrity Rehab. Um, so yeah, and by the way, I'm just going to try to bang out as many of these podcasts as possible because I know I'm looking for content. And if you're looking for content, if I'm looking for content, it means you're looking for content, too. So, without further ado, today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Drew Pinsky.
1: This is the
0: podcast. How's your day look? Is it busy?
1: Not. Uh, it's, it has been, but not terrible. Everything's yeah.
0: been... Sure. <laughs> you look like like tom green strangely in that picture (laughs) you
1: like that (laughs) you make everybody look at that now
0: you ready Uh, um can i ask you this is the weirdest question i don't i honestly don't i don't want to talk about the virus it's fucking exhausting exhausting isn't it it's 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 gotten to a point where it's like that's all you hear in the media yeah and it's even like i'm doing a press run for the special and all people want to go is so how's your family doing and i'm like fine fucking fine
1: well i gotta say there's been one significant benefit of this uh quarantine i immediately put your special on first thing first (laughs) evening of quarantine i was like (laughs) yep i gotta catch up by my friends (laughs) and uh, congratulations it was awesome thank you very much thank you and and my wife somehow this one brought her all the way into the Burt Kreischer. Camp. Oh, really? You know, it's, yeah. I, I, uh. I think all um, the talk about Lehan. I think, got her.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's been odd, the amount of people who've watched it as before, it would be like they'd watch it maybe three months from now. Yeah. And, or two months, you get like emails from your friends in radio. I did this radio press tour. Everyone talked about it. Everyone's like, oh, we watched it last night. We had nothing to do. We're at home. Yeah, it's great. Um. Has okay. anything changed that you know of about what's going on? I'll tell you the only thing I've heard that has given me solace. Virus? We're talking about the virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm typo. I'm typo. Blood, and they're like they don't get it. <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay, <laughs> but uh,
1: it's to tomorrow and next week are going to be where we find out where we are. Really? Yeah. And, and to me, it looks like we're pretty good. Really? Yeah. That's like what I, I, ex- hear. I expected more. I expected. I said it earlier in the week I said if we are at 20,000 or even near 20,000 by Friday, meaning this as we record this that's tomorrow yeah I was like, that's pretty good. We're in pretty good shape. yeah that means the asymptomatic carrier rate is not that enormous then but that's really good needs another week to completely play out yeah and we'll see because think about it I mean this is where we're seeing mostly the pop, the increase of the added testing. I thought we'd see a doubling and really? we not and, and and what's and it's still like about 1500 a thousand a day that that's not the sh- that we That's expecting.
0: not the huge spike yeah
1: and so i'm like i'm i'm very cautiously optimistic if it can be very cautiously optimistic yeah. cautiously very optimistic let's put it that way okay here's and what i so, want to so but and we have some treatments now coming online really For good real? treatments really good treatments i, I got so, a
0: treatment this is going to sound crazy this is one of the one things someone <laughs> texted me someone i really really trust i got a message from this woman Andy Smith who's a comic she sent me the message in February. She was like, Bert, take this fucking virus serious. I'm reading translated transcripts from Chinese doc. I mean, she's used to be a comic. She's a stay at home mom now. Yeah. And she was like, this is fucking real. We all need to stay home from work. We, it was like, and I was like, Jesus Christ, man. She went off the deep end. I guess it's postpartum depression. Well, <laughs> and now but, I'm like, wow, I should have listened. Well, but, but, but
1: you, everything in its time, right? Yeah, do you, you apply the treatment when it's needed, and yeah. that's what's needed now. We, we, they've rolled it out as it's necessary, and now we're—I I think we're a little overdone, frankly. Uh, she
0: said she said uh, to get Pepsid Complete, Zantac, uh, Prevacid. Why she, the proteins in the and the virus
1: the acid? They don't like the acid in the I stomach. I guess could be. I, there's a lot of things. There's a, the blood pressure medicine that might help. The, which say, one is
0: it? Is it Losartan
1: y- Yeah, that's the class. Yes. That at first, <laughs>
0: you're happy now. This made yeah. me so happy. Yeah. This is the best news I've ever gotten at, on this At podcast. first, they
1: thought that was a liability because the-, the Oh, the malicious, Jesus. Malicious malicious. God, I didn't hear this. The, 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 it gets in through the, the lining, the, the lung cells, right? And the system that is interrupted by Losartan, the viral binding site is uh, a protein that is involved in that system or at least affected by that system. Yeah. And so in, in the setting of Losartan, there's more of that on the surface of the lung. It sort of overexpresses itself, so they thought, "Oh my God, that means these people are going to get this." But it looks like it overexpresses it on the surface, but they can't bring it in. So that's how the virus gets in. It binds, and then it's brought in, and the bringing in part seems to be less active if you're on this medicine. Really? Maybe it's science. It's being done. Well, I mean, may this is all things are changing every hour, right? So
0: just text me. All, if you find anything different about losartan, <laughs> I will get off fucking blood. That's the number one thing. I, this whole experience has given me is some sort of. Um, perspective on vulnerability yeah number one's blood pressure like i've I've been eating amazing since this went down and i've not been drinking and i've been working out i've not been drinking because my fucking anxiety is like through the goddamn roof you mentioned that I, and, and i wanted to talk to you about anxiety ocd about yeah, yeah. i understand now the st- financial stresses like i don't think i got it at first because i was like we're covered did but,
1: everybody's on under
0: Everyone's yeah, up. Everyone's under financial stresses. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Like yeah. you look at people and you can see it in their
1: eyes. Like their eyes are tired. It's it's a weird like wartime capitulation. Like we're just. It, it reminds me of seeing the old women walking around the rubble and, <laughs> after a bombing. It's yeah. like, Well, we just got to go about our business and get things taken care of. What are we gonna do? We just what we do. We're just gonna keep going. It's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Uh, yeah. I, and and. Like friends, you're talking about mine. the World War II footage, of the, you know, the, like the German women walking in the rubbles, like
0: picking up stones and trying to clear things out. We, we just we just keep going on, we keep moving, and it's it's the reason. Like I go, thank God for entertainment, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with tours in the fall. It, I think we'll be back by then. I you do. think so? I do. And I think when we come back, I think people will be so happy to be back. And I think Definitely. we're going
1: to flood the marketplace with money. And I think people will talk well, to each other. Well, they, they, the government is doing that, right? They're putting really? tons of gun power out right now that if it turns, it could go good. I, I'm really pleased way the government's responding. I, really? I've never been so happy with my government. I I, Garcetti the way he's preparing hospital beds and uh, he's doing an amazing job this is yesterday really I'm not Garcetti I'm sorry Newsom uh and the the what he what he and Garcetti are doing for the homeless been asking for it for three years and they're they're doing it they're starting because this
0: could this could decimate the homeless and
1: and if decimates them but trust me it gets out into everybody else bad bad that will be a catastrophe really and they're taking that very seriously why so why
0: how come how how why so it's
1: the, the 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 some of this virus is transmitted, we think, through aerosol, right? And if you have a huge concentration of people who are all sick, I don't know how you avoid oh, it just transmission. Becomes this yeah. big. Yeah, like it's just like a transmission bloom. Oh, you wow. Know, we don't even know really how that would work. I mean, it's it. it some people think it's person to person, like you have to sort of spit on the person, essentially. But there's evidence came out yesterday that suggests there's aerosols that can stick around for a couple of hours
0: so yeah i know it's all kinds of stuff and this isn't worst case scenario the
1: worst case scenario is everything you read in the press and that drives me fucking crazy that's that's what i'm upset about all the time so where are you getting your news like where how do you how do you i i medical literature really really, well physicians talk amongst themselves right a lot and then there's medical literature pouring out the public health departments are giving us information all the time hospitals are giving us information so this stuff being circulated constantly
0: amongst doctors and so that's where you get your information then you turn on cnn or fox news and you're like what the fuck well i turn on like cnn they go, okay. cases are
1: soaring i thought Ugh, stop it don't yeah. do that and then the Bl- blast goes we will need you to what, what are they calling it? uh our R- shelter H- in place yeah. shelter in place that's an active shooter direction you shelter in place was an active shooter you barricade yourself in a room yeah don't we use language like that and i made a big deal about that a couple of nights ago and Garcetti acknowledged it and adjusted his language. I thought, thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, let's go. We got it going here.
0: So how then, does that work? This is a, I, I want to get, we'll obviously touch back and forth about certain aspects of the virus, I'm sure. But I don't want to, I want to talk about. And then I'm getting shit because I'm getting
1: endless shit. What? The New York times put a hit piece out on me. Because I had the temerity to say that the press is causing a problem. I've been seeing it for five weeks. I could see where they were going with this. I could see they were going to cause a panic. Yeah. Here we are, Bert. Oh, it's a fucking panic. And, and that's right. what we're complaining about. It's we feel bad about. We're in the middle of a panic and it's affecting us. Even though I knew it was coming, I, I knew, I, I just kept saying, just listen to Anthony Fauci, the guy, the little guy with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Been around him since the AIDS epidemic. He's amazing. I mean, just guy knows what he's doing. Just listen to him. We'll be fine. That's all I kept saying. Do what yeah. he tells you. You'll be fine. Don't have to do more. Just do what he tells you. we're doing way more and then the press is just (gasps) everything is like breathlessly running i got to tell you about somebody that died who's 35 yeah yeah, we know young people die it's it's horrible it's horrible don't clobber people with this let them we got to stay with this for a couple of weeks without losing our minds yeah and and what's so upset have you seen those i'm like i'm gonna cry for some reason i'm like really upset
0: it 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 doesn't seem fair it's not right. What does that sound? It's a chicken. That thank God we got chickens. Okay. Yeah, we got three chickens. and Now we got eggs this whole time, so okay, everyone's good. been freaking out. I wish they made toilet paper. <laughs>
1: the uh, <laughs> you see, there's a taco place that's that's trying to unload all of its in its uh, sort of its uh, supplies, and they're giving all the taco fixing with five rolls of toilet paper.
0: Really? Yeah. It's called we, like Monster Taco or something. It's amazing where where uh, things have shown up. a we had a buddy. Who had a taco truck at his house for his daughter's birthday no one showed up because you know obviously that you know social distancing and then and by the way the social
1: distancing thing is different in this state in new york and washington than the rest i spoke to a woman in florida today she's like yeah restaurants bars are open yeah half capacity but they're they're all right i was like whoa jesus well, we don't have anything open <laughs> nothing it's completely you got which i love on the roads i mean have you been out on the roads
0: oh yeah it's like grand theft auto
1: it is what is that
0: what fucking, is that i got up to I, 90 on the I interstate the other night in
1: the slow lane and, and what's with the dudes with no mufflers
0: everywhere oh did you know everyone's that? opening up their cars <laughs> they're like time to take this for a spin <laughs> oh my Rogan god and cigar are losing their fucking minds <laughs> oh my god it's disturbing oh yeah and and it I, I mean traffic we took georgia out on the interstate the other night i did do a podcast with Whitney. I was like, George, you want to drive me there? And she was like, Yeah. She got on the interstate. She's like, This isn't as bad as everyone said. I was like, It's a little different, baby. Yeah. No, right now,
1: <laughs> it's crazy. That's a, it's a, that's the side benefit, but the rest is everything is closed, and we are just we are just down for business. And I'm, I'm hearing doomsday scenarios about the businesses, and I'm worrying about people's livelihood. And I'm worried my I,
0: my sweat cycle, the place I go to work out obviously has to close its doors. You've got everyone right on top of each other on bikes. It's a hot area. If you're going to get a virus, that's where you're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I texted the owner yesterday and said, Hey, how are you doing? And she's like, not good. Like not good. I, and I, I don't know how you run a business without two months income. We have to, the landlords
1: have to step up here. Yeah. The landlords have to be human beings and amortize the two months over 10 years or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get it back some long term way. Come on, everybody. We all got it. That I, you know, the interesting thing, but sometimes I'm really emotionally upset. I don't know why you're bringing this out of me right now because you're upset too. I'm,
0: ve- I'm very upset. Okay,
1: so now you're, you're like making me like we're gonna be crying by the end of this. Okay. So, 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 um, but but there's you know, whenever there's crises, there's evolution. Like we're evolving fast. Like, like I said, it's happy the way the government is stepping up and giving people money and you know backing up businesses and infusing with cash and then the, I've got the state government making plans for hospital beds and doing what they're supposed to do and Garcetti's dealing with the homeless. I mean, I'm really really pleased. Yeah. Um. And they're doing it. We're evolving and and we're learning how to deal with you know all kinds of things and maybe change our values and maybe change what we think is important. Right. I mean, I feel like we'll
0: come through this changed. I feel like there's I feel like there's going to be a positive. I feel like. I wonder if it's going to introduce if it's going to reintroduce people speaking to each other.
1: Yes. Like going, I think I've heard that more than a couple of places off social media into into flesh. Cuz we'll be done with social media
0: after this little run.
1: I hope so. After this little for run. A
0: while. I'm on social media non fucking stop right now. It's so and toxic. I, and I'm I either need a new app or I just got to get off my phone. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for something. I ju- but I just I I feel like th- we're going to go back to the time where you leave your phone at home and you go to the bar and you hang out and you talk to someone and you uh, go, you, you, aren't we hungry for that now? Oh my God, yeah. I'm so done with my wife. <laughs> fucking so done with her because she's got all the fucking answers. So like when I start getting in my thing and <laughs> oh, no. she's like, you know, and I'm like, there's no way to explain. I, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was anxiety and OCD. Yeah. It, this triggers it in yeah. anyone with a susceptibility to yeah. it. You know, I've got a, a pretty good dusting of it myself. No,
1: oh, we never talked about this. No, oh yeah, I, I'm formally generalized anxiety disorder. I had panic attacks, disabling when I was 19, and I have that kind of
0: anxiety that crosses over with OCD. You you got a bigger dose. So, can, I, I got, can you I explain? What, can you explain that to someone's listening? So, I think there's a lot of people on this podcast going like, "Wait, hold on," because I didn't know I had anxiety for the majority of my life mm. i just thought i was broken or i was crazy and then one day someone explained it and i went oh that's what i got and then i took a xanax and i went oh that went away totally like hold on i remember my dad the first time my dad took a xanax he goes is this how normal people feel right that's i had the experience once when i was getting <laughs>
1: prepped for a surgeon i was given Versed. i went oh that's what it's like to be awake and not anxious yeah <laughs> it's like
0: whoa that's a that's an interesting experience. So what do you mean when you say your anxiety crosses into OCD? Because I know that, that mine does. So so OCD and anxiety have common um,
1: biologies and common genetics. And some people that have uh, a lot of anxiety will also have OCD as part of that. It's just part of the biology of the operation. Really, and uh, it, you know, it's the way I think about anxiety. It's like an, a circuit that recurs. You know, and OCD is very much that kind Dude, of. Thing, right? I chew the yeah. same
0: thought over in circles. Right, I'll and anxiety the is the
1: same feeling over and over: It's fear and catastrophe, and fear and catastrophe. And and I I knew early uh, essentially anxiety is fear without an object essentially, but it's a little more gnawing, uncomfortable feeling than that it's like a gnawing like an uneasiness a, yeah. a, and a general angst of like. This isn't gonna go well. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna when's no, the shoe gonna drop? Uh and and it can be really you can literally be have tremor. You can be shaking. You're
0: sort of in a flight or fight response, even though you don't even know it. I had a I'll tell you a perfect example of, of and and I have something that I can't figure out. This is what happens with my anxiety is um I, this is the example I've given before, but I'm tired of this example because it doesn't make sense to people. Um I was, I, this is an example is I one time my roommate Blair uh, I live with these guys Blair and Jimmy and Hutch. Hutch and I live upstairs Blair and Jimmy live downstairs. Florida? Blair, yeah in, in Tallahassee. Blair and Jimmy shared a room and then one day they said hey. Nobody named Hutch is living in Los Angeles. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, Blair goes hey man have you have, You didn't go through my sock drawer by any chance did you? And I went no. And he goes because we're missing like 750 bucks. I immediately in a, in a hypochondriac way this sounds really crazy, but I felt like I did it, even though I knew I didn't do it. I knew I didn't do so it. You're prone to guilt. What's that? You're prone to guilt. I'm prone to guilt. And yeah. so I immediately felt like I did it. I did it, yeah. but I didn't do it. Yeah. And then I kept behaving like I did it. Now I'm like overcompensating to let them know I didn't do it. And now I look guilty. And it wasn't until like a year later. And I was like, hey, man, I got to say this to you. You know, I did not steal that. and when, when, like, I was separated yeah. from it. I was like, I did not steal that money. And he goes, oh, I knew you didn't steal it. And you I know went, what's interesting about that for me
1: is I I can't, you know, when you told the, as you tell the story, I think, well, that's Bert's psychology. And then I went, wait a minute. I have a fear of being accused of a crime I didn't commit.
0: That's like to be, to be like in front of a, and just be accused of something. That to me is like horror, horror. Yeah. And I would walk myself into it like I committed it. Yeah. I would, I would come out and they be like, well, there's no yeah, way. I wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't know how to pretend, how to, how to be yeah. without looking guilty. I
0: wouldn't know how to act. Yeah. One time Leanne found a pair of jeans in my bag and, uh, in our laundry. And she goes, who's are these? Now, I, I, I swear to you, all my children, I've never cheated on my wife. I've, everyone knows well, that I'm very faithful, but listen, part of the reason that
1: I, I know that to be true and, and we can, I can guarantee it's true is that being so guilt aversive you won't do things that make you feel guilty. That's oh, one of the nice things about having, having guilt. You don't. It, you're so aversive to guilt. like I'm not going to do that because I'd feel guilty.
0: Yeah. I don't want to feel guilty. And so I I, 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 I,
1: I get the feeling I couldn't live with myself. Oh, that's the feeling. I couldn't live with myself. I, that's the reason, I, the
0: reason I don't cheat on her is because I couldn't live with myself. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. yeah. And I and so I, I said to her, I started laughing. I said, I don't know who's there, <laughs> and she went. Bert I just found them in your bag and I go I don't I really don't know and I couldn't stop laughing and I go and now it looks like I'm busted yeah yeah and I'm like I swear to god I swear to god and I'm still <laughs> laughing and she's like they're like I go maybe they're Lonnie's Lonnie's a girl I worked with she goes why would Lonnie's jeans be in your pants and I go and now I'm like maybe they're Lonnie's did we see Lonnie in your bedroom <laughs> why would she have take her over jeans in your bedroom it got so bad <laughs> and her friend Julie was like he's a cheater fucking leave him leave him he's a cheater he, he, right then. Right then. Oh, my God. So then Leanne looks at the jeans, tries them on. And she goes, they're actually cute jeans. Fuck her. I'm a, whoever's jeans they are. I'm wearing them. So Leanne wears them to dinner at Julie's house. And Julie says, what are you doing with my jeans? Leanne's oh. like, what? What had happened is I had come off the airplane, come to Julie and Jeff's house. I threw my jacket on the back of their chair. Her jeans were on the jacket, under the jacket. I picked them both up and brought them home. Yeah. I said, I said, I knew I didn't cheat on you. But Leanne's badass. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you had cheated, she's wearing the pants. She's wearing the fucking pants. <laughs> Joe Rogan, uh, there was an article written in Rolling Stone about Joe Rogan, right? Uh, yeah. Guy wrote that article. His name's Eric Hedegaard. Eric Hedegard wrote my article about me when I was in Rolling Stone. I know both those facts, right? Yeah. I know both those facts. Those are provable online. The second I found out Eric Hedegaard wrote Joe's article, I panicked that Joe was going to say, I know Burt Kreischer and Eric was going to go, I've never heard of him. I, 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 by the way, this is a conversation that never would have happened. I can't imagine Eric had, this, is, would this ever, is now your OCD. This, yeah, this and is the OCD. Stuff. I've never heard of him. And then oh, I yeah. start going yeah. into a spiral yeah. where I, um, I mean, it, it is almost behooves me not to say anything when these happen to shut the walls and just d- and deal with it and wait till it goes away. Because I almost got to a place where I was like calling Joe like, hey, man, you know I know that. Like almost like fighting with an argument in my head that yeah. isn't real. Yeah. You, my, It was like, I was that's like crazy. OCD, man. I started going, crazy. going like, how do I get but in a weird whole? way? Anxiety is very similar, right? You're yeah. afraid of something that isn't real. Dude, anxiety just sucks. It just shows up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, for me, sometimes it manifests itself in like a frustration or an anger. Oh, you're building and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the way
1: it's been lately for me really and and almost a ugh just a dread
0: so how yeah. do you how do you how do you how do you get through it and then get on tv and talk logically and well, I, get on I, a plane I, and go to new york <laughs> and do press and 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 how do you how are you so put together i had 10 years of th- 11 years of therapy but th- does therapy work for this did oh it did for me i right. don't have 11 years of this shit I, I know to well to do you this, can do a this. cognitive
1: behavioral therapy that works we we've, we've talked about this before what's cognitive behavioral therapy? It, it's sort of Learning to talk to yourself about this and and change your thinking on and stuff. And
0: I, I definitely. I it starts uh, the other night on the bus. Uh, we cancel shows. We start driving, and I convince myself I've got coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I had zero exposure to anyone that could possibly have it, but I'm like, I've got it. Okay, I've got it. And I go and I now some of that
1: isn't that. Let's examine that moment. So that's catastrophizing, right? Catastrophe uh-huh. is about to hit. But some of it is fuck it, bring it, get it over with, get it over yes, with. <laughs> While we saw yeah. ventilators, <laughs> <laughs> but but generally, in anxiety. Sometimes you get that way. It's like fuck it, just bring. I'm
0: going to throw myself into this. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I. By the way, the hat and it. It's crazy because I wonder if there's a, a connection with uh, craziness. Or no, I'm sure there's a technical word for that. Yeah, but craziness and the hour of the day. For given individuals, I'm sure there are because yeah. First thing in the morning, I'm good right now. Yeah. And then mid-afternoon, I'm okay. Uh. Towards three, it starts getting a little touch and go. Huh. Like, ooh, I'm feeling like maybe I, I probably got corona today. <laughs> and then come nighttime, I'm like, man, I got to fix this. Like, And that's why I, I would normally drink. But right now, I'm just white-knuckling it going. I, don't, I just don't want to sit here and lean into that crazy talk in my head. Yeah. And then just be blowing through bottles of wine at night watching Pirates of the Caribbean with the girls. Does that make sense? Yes. But
1: you, a couple things. Um, one, you can always go to a meeting as opposed to white knuckling. I'm just oh, saying. God, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's although a, you can't uh, now. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, I was about to say, yeah, so not but, in this
0: state. How am I gonna get find a new meeting? Excuse me, man. We already got 10. <laughs> uh, and how many
1: alcoholics are going to fall off the wagon oh it's i I, i'm going crazy with this because they're trying to have small meetings and and then the really self-righteous one or virtue signaling with you're going to get you're you're trying to kill people right that's what you want to do kill people like yeah that's what i want to do that's why we're having meetings to kill people for
0: some of those guys it might be better just well the ones i worry about
1: the early the early in sobriety the brittle because that's when you're really kind of brittle and really when you feel a lot of things and when you're feeling in this environment jesus I, I feel like I feel like I'm on electricity all the time. Like there's right? something in the air. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that's even. I bet that's. I bet there is a, a phenomenon. I bet there has to be in wartime. There has to be an energy that we emit. It would make sense, right? Animals do weird stuff, scents and sounds and yeah, things.
1: Why why wouldn't we be collectively putting stuff out? So how are our they? brain only handles so much, and it's it's involved for has evolved for very specific purposes, and it doesn't do anything beyond that. It can't pick up a lot of things. Where's what? So wh- what are they going to do about AA and, and NA? And- so they're just I'm trying to have small meetings and things where they can. But it's it's hard. It's hard. And so the early comers, the guys who are three, four months sober, it's, they're very fragile. That's tough for them, man, in the setting of all this. But addicts sometimes get their act together during extreme circumstances. Really? Yeah, that's part of the biology of this thing. That's why it exists. In you know, For war and the addicts are... Their anxiety diminishes and they get kind of high off the extreme situations. Wow. Yeah, especially, but you have, you have the anxiety
0: disorder, so you don't get to have that. I don't fucking, get to have that fucking <laughs> heightened sense of superhero power. Yeah. I just I mean, fucking. Think about it,
1: alcoholic addicts make great shortstops, race car drivers, fighter jet pilots. That, that's really why the gene pers- persists. Really? Yeah, yeah. So wait, wait. Explain more about that because i I have never heard that. Yeah. That, that if you, that this is a gene that's been around forever in the human population. It's caused horrible disease in peacetime. Uh, and yet it still persists. And I started thinking about that. Oh my God, all the, all the alcoholic addicts they're all extreme sports performers, extreme circumstance. And I used to go to groups uh, of addicts and I go, Hey, but if a bunch of Huns came over the Hill here, what do you guys want to do? And they'd all go, I'm, I'm grabbing a, grabbing a chair and I'm running at those guys. I'm like, that is so contrary to my instinct oh, i yeah. can't even believe you said that and they always say it like 90 percent say it really and uh and i'm and like what if a bomb went off over in the parking lot go check it out a bomb just explained your thing is you're going into the like,
0: yeah to go check it out go that's why it. i walk away because i go that bomb's only to lure us in to blow up <laughs> or whatever bomb. i don't know how many bombs are over there get me the hell out of here so uh, so is, is 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 an alcoholic the same as a coke addict
1: Generally similar genetics, similar. And, a, and a heroin
0: addict versus a pill addict. Versus... Similar, similar, similar. I mean, why people end up with their drug of choice is sort of a complicated thing. Really? Yeah. So, like, there, like, you see guys who, who are like, no coke is my thing. I can have a yeah. beer. It's gen. That's wrong. Generally, what you'll see is alcoholism in their family.
1: That's really? generally what you see. Yeah.
0: No and matter I mean, what the drug of choice was. And is eating do- disorder close to
1: alcoholism? It's trauma. Eating disorder is associated with trauma, and trauma really blossoms addiction. Because really? the genetics doesn't necessarily guarantee the disease.
0: But if you have trauma, then it's on pretty much. And what? And define define the smallest bit of trauma versus the biggest bit of trauma.
1: Smallest bit of trauma, bit of trauma. Yeah, my dad wasn't around very much. Okay, my, my that parents, was me. My parents used to fight. Okay. No. <laughs> the real trauma is, I was I, you know, grandpa <laughs> so, yeah. sexually abused me. And then dad beat me with a ax. And, uh, and then my
0: parents abandoned me during the day. Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, my, my, my wife's here a lot. I just travel a lot for fucking stand-up, for Christ's sake you worrying about your kids yeah <laughs> well it's like you're reenacting the past yeah my dad wasn't around ever that's what i'm saying he was always working look, look at you yeah yeah but i'm but yeah but yeah but <laughs> but there are guys that go yeah to be, yeah but there are guys that are worse how much were you around your kids when you're when they they're they're letting me have it now br- brutally
1: really brutally they're 27 and it's a constant well you weren't around I was like, oh, okay yeah i was fucking paying bills i was taking care of sick people man i was oh listen to off. you you get to take well they, by the way you know i they, my kids have started giving me notes you know here, here's you got some ideas for you here pops. yeah and a lot of it has been like hey our generation we are socially conscious we are into society. that's all we worry about stuff i go uh, and I, I sort of was back on my heels like okay good like great and then, and then i thought wait a fucking minute and when i was your age i was up to my eyeballs and aids patients i was working for eighteen thousand dollars a year 17 hours a day with deeply involved in this infectious disease outbreak for yeah. years. And then I took care of drug addicts after that. What exactly are you doing? Yeah. And and I had this conversation today. I went, hey, I put my name at the hospital because they were complaining. I thought we'd have more family time because during this outbreak, you're so busy. And I went, guess what? Put my name in at the hospital. If they need me, I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going to take care of these people. It's time to step up. That's social consciousness. That's responsibility. And guess what? You won't see me because I'm going to quarantine myself at the other side of the house for three weeks because I may be infectious. Yeah, It's time. This is where social consciousness really comes in. Yeah. You step up. You do what you have to do. You take the risks necessary to help. That's it. Don't, don't t- tell me about global warming right now. Go do what you got to do to be a, a a contributor. So that's my new thing. God, I wish I had that. I bet you would. If you had, if you had a skill set where that's just what you did, yeah, you go do it. Really? Yeah. If you got to use your guns, for instance. Oh yeah. Yeah. See.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> and they go, Bert. We're gonna need you to stand guard out front of outside of the hospital. Done, right? I got a civic duty to do. You'd be. Hey, Bert. We need someone who can tell a dick joke and good. hold a gun. Hey, guys. You just you just Some, tapped into everything I got. But something right, something you're good at, and something you feel value in, and yeah. it's time to contribute. You you take risks. You go do it. Yeah. Now, what's what like? So when you go in there, what what are you treating symptoms of? Like if you if someone goes, I'll be managing ventilator. uh, What is a ventilator? I don't know what that is. You know,
1: back in the, they're very different now. That but what you saw back in the in the old movies was a, yeah, that bellows, that doesn't exist anymore. But but that is the old-fashioned version of a thing that goes. It put a pipe down your lungs, a tube down your throat into your trachea and then you breathe for that person and you, and you, you monitor you, you because the person can't do it for themselves essentially but it all they can't oxygen. it helps improve oxygenation expands the air weights and expands the, the air sacs and you can manage the pressures there's a whole bunch of things you can do i
0: had walking pneumonia once yeah i think yeah it was the sickest i've ever been in my life and it was one of those nights where i laid in bed and i was like i seem to not be able to get air to well, my i mom. got h1n1 that was the swine flu for real it was horrible <laughs> terrible! I, I, it
1: was terrible. I had my, in my middle of the night, I said, "I think I'm dying. You got to take me to the hospital." I have never said anything
0: like that before. I thought I, wait, I really but, must be dying. So wait, what was that H1N1? Was it like that a- was the
1: last pandemic oh, that really? infected one billion people, killed half a million, mostly forty to sixty year olds, and yet you don't even know what happened. That's that's kind of what I worry about with this one. Like we went from that, which infected a billion people, to to, to str- shutting the world down. Whoa. That's a. We didn't do almost anything for, for the swine flu. I think mean, we took some action, but not like this. And this
0: one, we shut the world down. So, start, so take me back to the swine flu. I don't remember. 2009. Is right after the social yeah. or the economic crisis. Yeah. And then the swine flu hit out of Asia, I'm assuming. I believe so. Jesus, what the fuck are they doing? I don't
1: know. Eating swine.
0: So the swine flu kicked in and did we did it? We got a vaccine. Oh, we did? Yeah. How long did it take to get the vaccine? So a year and a half. About a year and a half. And yeah. did I get vaccinated for it? You, if you take flu shots. No, not really. You know. So I'm still susceptible. Uh, if you want to take flu
1: shots. I don't get flu shots ever. You did get your damn flu shot. I sure brought it with me. I can get a flu shot. That now. should be that should be the, the at, at the end of. See, this is what I kept saying at the beginning was just. Then this is where people are crushing me for being wanting people to die. Yeah, I want people yeah. to die. Is I kept saying, look, just realize we've had 24 million influenza cases 18,000 have died 18,000 get your flu shot by the way H1N1 a billion half a million
0: died we're going to be okay i was trying to manage people's anxiety with that yeah. and that's not what the media that's not the story the media wanted to no, tell no and they decided and nobody wants to
1: and, and take the flu shot take the flu shot it should be everybody's crying is
0: it a, is it a case of the media net right now is <sighs> is wallowing in money when they can can't, they can almost like Put the economy into a disaster, and then they go in, and then they get even bigger. Like it's almost like a business plan. I,
1: I think it's the opposite. I think they're struggling, and maybe it's the way to survive when they're in their death throes. Yeah. To they're they're having. I hope somebody looks back and just goes, "Hey, look what they did to us. Look how, look how they made us crazy." I'm not, and I'm not saying that what we're doing right now is wrong. Yeah. I, I'm glad we're taking aggressive action. What I'm saying is the panic that they induced was irreprehensible
0: how did the h1n1 cut hit america was it bad bad i got it it's terrible what was it, uh, it here we started, started america oh i'm gonna get slammed by asians for that they're like oh i guess we start all diseases <laughs> <laughs> did we start aids we didn't fuck a monkey so um so wait what did it what did it feel like was it vomiting or i was on a plane and i got violent
1: chills and so cold i mean like like you can't imagine how cold it was. And I it was caught me out of nowhere. And so I just thought I was cold. I kept piling blankets on and I was yeah. like, "What the hell? Why am I so cold? Jesus, what is it?" I felt fine, but I was freezing cold. All of a sudden I was having my like blankets over my head. I was just instinctively like trying to and then I realized, "Oh, oh. This is I am not right. This is not right. Something's something's going to go bad." And <laughs> fever. Rib, fever and then and then prostration i mean was prostration I shitting laid no 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 laid out like can't move for, oh, for, for two oh, weeks pr- <laughs> prostration for two weeks really two was it like a weeks. chest cold or i vomit? had cough and all that stuff too and i had pneumonia with it and but it was like i watched all of the che Guevara, you know seven hour <laughs> ser- uh, movie with uh mariso uh, benicio del torres or whatever his name is yeah watched the whole thing because i couldn't move i just could not move really it was crazy and then and i kept calling my infectious disease friend going i am i supposed to be this toxic this just doesn't seem right to me i i'm just so sick and he's like yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna go through You're
0: fine." really he like he just was like it's
1: gonna be fine I, I, to this day i don't know how he was so confident because i was I, I was you know like you're seeing this illness really yeah and he killed 40 to six year olds all the time
0: it was like, it, it was the equivalent of me as in 80 getting it now at the age of 80. Yeah, because it, it attacked, they were talking about this. So one of the flus attacked um, healthy people. Yeah. That was the swine flu. That, it attacked yeah. healthy people. Yeah. And the less healthy you were, the less least susceptible. Uh, you were. I, I, I don't know. It worked like that, but it did attack healthy people.
1: Yeah. You know, That's I, crazy. I, yeah. Oh, Bert, I'm so upset. I'm so unhappy. And And anxiety, you know, when it's this kind of anxiety, it's grinding anxiety. Then it starts to cause depression,
0: right? Then you start to feel depressed. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I never thought I had depression, and then I was like, "Oh, that's just that feeling." Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I, I get depressed if I'm not super active. Really? If I haven't purpose all the time, I get very depressed. Or if I fuck up, I get depressed. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you I fuck too? Up all the time. Do you get depressed?
0: I fucking I I, I, I I can just say something wrong to someone at a party. Or say something wrong, or text something wrong, or or tweet something wrong. Straight down. And I can't fucking write the boat. Mid-roll reads. Mid-roll reads. What are they? These are mid-roll reads. I know for a fact we are constantly looking for a graphic artist, constantly looking for a graphic artist. And if you put it online, you get flooded with a bunch of people that then give you great product and then want to hemorrhage you for money and go, oh, I want more money. I want to own the rights. No, 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 no. Whether you're launching your first business, scaling your current business, or just looking for extra support to complete a project, Fiverr is here to help you evolve, adapt, and grow. Fiverr connects businesses with freelancers who offer hundreds of digital services, including graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, and much, much more. Find what you're looking for instantly. Search by service, deadline, review, price, and more. You know exactly what you're paying for up front. That is so important. That is so important because if you go out on the social medias and you throw it out there, then you know what you like and they know you like it. Then they can bend you over a barrel. There's no negotiating needed. 24-7 customer service, quality talent you can count on. Sellers have worked with some of the most influential brands in the world and find the right talent for your project has now never been easier. You can review Sellers' ratings, buyer feedback, and select the right freelancer based on your budget. Check out fiber.com today and receive 10% off your first order by using my code, BERTCAST. It's so easy. Find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-B-E-R-R.com. The code is BERTCAST. Again, that's fiber.com. The code is BERTCAST. This is the part, if we're going to say, be honest, this is the part that scares me. As I walk to the back, I go, fuck it, I'm drinking tonight. And then I go, well, don't do that. I go, no, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, the fuck it's uh, for drinkers are a problem. Yeah, because I go... That's what makes people drink. They just go, fuck it, and then why not? Yeah, fuck it. And I'm like, I, you know what? And then my I get, I get back to the man cave, and I'm like... Mm. Like you know what I do want to work out tonight. I should not. I, I, it's been fun watching movies with. But the girls. good. That's
1: that's what cognitive behavioral therapy is like. Where you, it's self talk. Where you start looking, thinking of the consequences of what you've done, thinking better, thinking thinking it all the way through, right? Yeah. You know. But not, how, not,
0: what what got you into cognitive behavioral therapy? I don't like cognitive.
1: You therapy. don't. You, I just. It, I know that it's just. I don't like it at all for me. Yeah. I, I I did emotionally focused therapy. I had. I was not well connected to my emotional landscape, my body, Wait, my what's feelings. That mean? That, that there's a whole mechanism whereby we come to understand feelings that wash over us that are, that are, are are interoceptive experience in our body that generates feelings. I was very disconnected from all that, disconnected from feelings. And, um, and a lot of years of somebody attuning to me and reflecting emotions back and doing that gently over time, got me all hooked up again. And you, and how do they do that? Like, how do they. By literally just leaning and listening carefully, like very carefully. Like crazy powerfully and we're, we're the point where the connection between us was like, if her eyebrow went like that, I'd be like, I'd be aware of it. Really and wonder what it would mean. And be, we could be cognizant of it and receiving it. And, and it was, it's a lot of reflecting my emotions back to me with facial expressions That's really what it is and attuning to it with bodies, two bodies in space, like being, sharing a common experience. And then sh- and then how old was this lady? About 10 years older than me, 15 years old. She's me. still alive. Yep. Yeah. You still talk to her? No. I drive fantasize about she became a psychoanalyst my my fantasy is that I drove her into that cuz I kept saying deeper deeper more I want more yeah. and uh and then I don't go back and do psychoanalysis which I should Was she hot? Mm-hmm. To to me I mean she should not mean? should I mean older yeah she's attractive.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. See I would have to have a uh, therapist. <laughs> I couldn't have, I had an ugly one once and I was just like at one point I said and this is what's wrong with me is that I, there's a bluntness You know that I go. You're blunt, really? Well, if you're in therapy, I'm going to be blunt as fuck. Yeah. And I said two things that bothered her. Once I said, said, do you have a mortgage? Uh She goes, it doesn't matter if I have a mortgage, if I don't have a mortgage. I said, well, it does to me. She goes, why would that matter? I said, well, if you have a mortgage, then you got to make a certain payment at the end of every month. And I'm part of that payment. So as long as you have a mortgage, I'm going to have problems. And she was like, that's not how this works. I said, kind of in my head, it does. And then at one point, I said, so "Emotion-focused therapy would go. Tell me more about that." Oh, I would fucking dial into that. Yeah, yeah, and just go. Do you what, have a boat? Do you have a car? And, do, and, you want, and, do you and want? Do you want nicer things?
1: And then, 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 see the the real beauty of EFT emotion that they would skillfully go. Why would that? What would that mean to me? What would that mean? You know. So let's say I do have a car. Yeah.
0: Now well, what? How how much are you paying a month? What, how, what amount would be okay? What? Uh, Why does that matter to you? It matters to me because I know how much I'm paying you. Huh? So I don't want me, I don't, I don't want every time you get in that car to go and thank you, Bert. Do you think I do that? I think everyone does. 100%. 100%. Where'd you get that idea? <laughs> because one, one time, Isla came into the man cave and I'd gotten her an iPad for Christmas and she said, she said, how many tickets did you have to sell to get this iPad? And I went, Ooh, I never thought about it that way. And then I said, well, it's an expensive iPad. I probably had to sell, you know, maybe like I'm I'm ballparking what the number was, but I was like, probably like 50 tickets. And she was like, wow. And how much was your ticket price? And I was like, I don't know, like $20. And she went, so 50 people had to work 20 hours a day, like, or work a full day of work for me to get this iPad. And I went, Wow, you're making it super complicated, but that is how my brain works. And so then, when I look at my therapist, I go, imagine if imagine if the therapist wants to go on vacation. I think you I think we should double up therapy. Like that's the why my brain works. That's what i would I would do probably. And so that must make it difficult to trust oh, uh, I didn't trust my therapist at all. Okay. And then I told her I said one time I said, something to the effect of I was more attractive than she was." and she she was like I don't understand what that has to do with anything and I was like well just it's like if I was a therapist and I had a fucking model come in I'd be really excited for that therapy and i never want her to stop going to therapy I'd be like I want I hope she shows up I'm looking forward to that one and she was like that's not how it works I go no it is like you're not unhuman you're not unhuman but you you have to disconnect from all that stuff
1: you you can can you though uh, yeah Yeah, you can't it's not gone, but you have to use it as part of the process. Right? Like, oh, that's an attractive person
0: who we have to who's having some stuff. We gotta get to that. What draws you into a patient? Like what draws you to a patient? Like where do you see a patient like where you go? Almost in like because I'm I'm thinking very uh very shallowly yeah. but like well it, it, you know one of these I know what you're asking but, but one of the
1: interesting things that used to happen in the unit is each of us had personality types and disorders that we liked liked us or and or we related to best like all the borderlines the people with the borderline personality disorder I worked very well with them and they were, had it like they were constantly what's borderline personality it's disorder? A, it's a it's a disorder of incomplete identity and a lot of mood lability and is substance. there anyone that
0: i saw on celebrity rehab that you could go oh that's a typical uh there was a lot of borderline stuff going on oh, you can't just say their names
1: no but yeah. there was a lot of borderline stuff going okay on. uh emotional chaos and volatility and uh abandonment fears all the time and stuff and um and th- i'd work very well with them i i, I, lie, I kind of I, I feel bad for them I, I can i have a lot of empathy for them it's very hard for people to empathize with them because they can be so miserable so difficult to be around yeah the, the people that make you feel terrible to be around i just see it as they're them struggling and i can kind of i had a nurse sasha you know the nurse we had in celebrity yeah, we had, yeah had yeah the accent she loved sociopaths she'd always go she'd always go oh my god i love him he's so entertaining we'd all go oh christ sociopath really <laughs> and it was never wrong never yeah. wrong and uh the doctor I worked with like bipolar patients and they liked him it's weird how we just sort of fit with different kinds yeah. of pathologies and and you know th- but you won't exclude people with other pathologies you just fit better comp- more easily with stuff that for some people might be difficult like was- a lot of people like a lot of people won't treat borderlines can't stand it really drives them crazy but and you just clicked with them I cl- I'm fine with it I have to help because they they're difficult but <laughs> i have, to have a unified front of people to
0: help me how do you identify someone with a borderline personality disorder uh well a lot like, give of- me give me some like some like things where you go you know the kind of person that goes you know the like give me an example like a working example where i can go oh i know that guy uh it's usually women though there is ma- there are male border really yeah and you
1: know like people that have trauma women that have trauma they tend to use sexuality uh as a way of manipulating people, the borderlines often. And so, trippers and porn are and those things are often like, and think, think those with a lot of emotional volatility, that's probably that category. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, don't, don't say that out loud. We, yeah, Leanne? <laughs> no, 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 not Leanne. I'd say for no, sure yeah. Leanne is not. I guarantee you. No, but Leanne, I think Leanne has always claimed, allegedly, that her mom may, allegedly. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That, that yeah. sounded right. Based on what we talked about. Yeah, and and I yeah. and I think it fits. It checks all those boxes. Yeah. yeah now, what's yeah, the yeah. difference between a personality disorder and a narcissist? Well, there's narcissistic
1: traits, right? Which lot these days everybody has, which is essentially that. What do
0: we call me a soft narcissist? I haven't done that. Did oh I? no, I, I, I maybe I called myself. Leanne called me a soft narcissist, where it's like I'm very compassionate towards other people, but I think about myself all the time. Yeah,
1: well, self preoccupation is not narcissism. Right? I'm self preoccupied. Yeah,
0: you are self preoccupied,
1: but part of the reason you're self preoccupied is you're uncomfortable. If you're in pain or uncomfortable, it's hard not to be self preoccupied. Yeah. Right. And so, but, but if I'm self preoccupied because, Hey, it's me and I'm so great. Well, now we got a different problem. And most narcissists underneath this, this facade of bigness that they use the world to create is usually a deep sense of emptiness and smallness. And the emptiness is sort of one of the problematic feelings that narcissists have all the time. I always feel empty. And can you ever and, fill that emptiness? No, no. And, uh, and, and it, remember I talked about disconnected from feelings. Narcissists yeah. are definitely disconnected from feelings and the feelings don't matter. And because their feelings don't matter, your feelings
0: don't matter. Yeah. So how the fuck, then? Like, how do you fix a narcissist?
1: Uh, some people say you can't, uh, to the extent that I, I had some of those features, those qualities, like the emotional disconnect and stuff. Although I was very codependent, so I was overly preoccupied with other people's feelings uh, and attuned to them and everything. So I had both personal disconnect and excessive preoccupation which is kind of a reverse narcissism right i had to, i for me my well being i had to worry about your feelings but it's really about me that makes sense right that makes and sense but but i'm well, you wouldn't know it because i'm just preoccupied with your feelings but yeah. it's really my stuff i'm protecting and so i had to get all that work through you know that was, for me it was connecting back up to those primary moments but it says
0: more about you when you go oh i was 19 but i had to figure this out because i wanted to have a regular life as opposed to the average person, who just goes, "Ah, fuck it." Well, I had a lot of
1: longing and emptiness and those kinds of feelings, uh, and uh, my wife sent me to therapy, really, because I sorry, I had horrible anxiety. My son needed brain surgery when he was one. We had triplets. We were already anxious and out of control, and then all of a sudden, one of them needs brain surgery. Oh my god! Fuck, spinning like a maniac. But don't get me started. Yeah, and she, I can't. The kids stuff drives me crazy. I, I'm looking forward to grandkids, but I'm, I get so anxious about kids. It's crazy. And she goes. Uh, she called me one day at work. I was at the hospital, I was running around. Blah, blah blah. She goes, "You need to see a therapist." And I go, "I go, yeah, yeah, I really want to because I knew it would help my work with the drug addicts. I was yeah. just starting to do that work, and I was like, I gotta clean some stuff up because they were able to manipulate me so much. Oh thinking, really? Oh my God, they could manipulate the hell out of me. I couldn't. I didn't understand where it was coming from and why it was happening. I was just trying to help you, you know. And then they'd yeah. be angry with me, and oh God. Um, and she goes, "No, no, you need to go." I was like, I literally got to chill up my spine. And she was like, you go, it was like, go or, mm -mm."
0: you know, and I was like, yeah, yeah.
1: I called a friend to go, I need a referral, please, I want to go. I went right away and then went for 11 years. Greatest thing I ever did.
0: Yeah. That kid stuff that fucks me up. I I have a problem with perfectionism. All this stuff goes
1: together that you're yeah that i have too i have not yeah. you got a big dose of all this but uh, yeah i have a problem with perfectionism yeah that was like, something i had to work on early in therapy because i was always perfectionistic Always, and i couldn't because i was perfectionistic i couldn't delegate because i, I had to do it i had to do it i had a hard time and with i had this. to do it perfectly
0: i had a hard time with this special because um and, and i i was tearing it apart in my head i was laying in bed. The writing Paddy's or the Day. editing, or the, no, 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 I, I it's so bizarre. I sat through all tapings and I loved all tapings. Uh, I loved one more than the other. We used that one, we used clips from the other ones. I was very happy with the like everything, like certain things that normally would pull me apart in a special. Like, this sounds really crazy, but like my breasts, like, it, I like sometimes they don't look right if I in a picture, but in this special, I didn't notice at all, not once. Mm. So, I didn't, wasn't it? I watched the special. From beginning to end and was, it, I can tell if, a special's, if my special's good because I'll get a cringe if it's not, it'll it'll cringe. But if it's good, I'll I'll um, sing along with it. Like Enjoy. I'll be like, I'll be like, then I walked in and I was like, and he was like, hey, oh shit. And I was like, and I'll do the voices throughout it. Be relaxed. And then all of a sudden, some little hint of doubt will go in. And I won't think of all the things that made me laugh. I'll think of just people not liking it. Can you give us an example of what one of those moments? Um, so I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. No one knows this because I edited it out, but I had a really difficult time getting the audience to calm down. At the beginning. At the beginning of every show. Uh, it was really difficult. Um, and so what happened on the very first show we did... I got out there and they were yelling so much and I was like waiting for them to kind of like punch themselves out that I go to deliver my very first joke and someone yelled in the middle of it and stepped on the punchline. Now that joke, that is not in the special, but that memory is in my head. Uh, And so I, and then what I had to do is I had to like tell a couple jokes to get them in the the minute for listening. And then what I did is I edited those jokes out because I was like, they're not part of my act. They were just jokes to get everyone to shut the fuck up, right, right. and understand. Hey, I'll be talking now. Yeah, and that memory of that is still in my in the edit in my head. Yeah. it's I don't I didn't I haven't edited that out of my memory. So I'll lay in bed and go like, I'll just have the memory of that, and I'll just sit there and be like, God damn it, man, why the fuck did I, like, oh God? And then I'll just sit up and go like, None of it's fun, like. Uh, perfect example is another perfect example of this fucking whatever the fuck's wrong with my brain is uh i had a joke in the special uh, my wife does i won't have sex with me when i'm when she's sick i was like don't worry we we'll practice safe sex she's like you're gonna wear a condom i was like no doggy style so you cough into the wall wrote that joke 18 months ago 18 months ago i wrote it uh i recorded it in november uh i've i edited it in january and in, in december it's been in the thing we posted it on instagram uh two weeks ago and then three days after we posted it, uh, Fifty Cent came out with a meme that is that joke, like he, with him using it with 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 it's a it's a meme of like uh, stick figures safe oh, okay. sex okay yeah, yeah. Uh, doggy style okay. during coron- safe sex dr- yeah. uh, during coronavirus yeah uh, unsafe sex is missionary safe sex is doggy style okay and I thought I must have stole that I know I didn't I know I didn't he stole it from you yeah he stole it from me. I become guilty in my head, but wow. right away I go, "God damn it, man! Why?" And then I'm like, "Hold on, Bert. You like I have to con- I have to reconvince myself about the truth," and I I fucking hate it, man. It makes me like it makes me crazy that I just can't be one of these. I look at some comics that are like so mediocre, but they believe in themselves. I'm like, I wish I had half your confidence.
1: W- was there ever a, was there a first moment where you experienced something like that? Like where the the guilt became so crazy, like when you were a kid, somebody accused you of something or some association with, you this know, some great super question. intense experience.
0: Yeah, I have one moment of trauma that I definitely remember. This is like, <laughs> you ever have one of those moments where you're like, I know this isn't good. Like, yeah. uh, we this is a moment of trauma. I'm trying to think exactly if something. To that extent, I can't. Totally. I comes, remember I remember we were we were uh, w- uh, we were all at our lake we had a lake house. we lived on a lake and the Suarez's were over and and we heard people on the other side of the lake and me and Gilda Suarez and Chris Suarez said, Let's get in the lake and go see it's kids party and let's go watch. And so we took the boat over and we were kind of watching. And the kids saw us, and they thought all they saw was me and Chris. I didn't really see Gilda. Gilda was his mom, and they started throwing oranges at us, and and it was funny at first, and then it was really scary because they were throwing a ton of it. Was like you know hundred kids throwing oranges oh, at you, wow. and they started hitting us and hurting us, and then one hit Gilda in the face, and I almost like broke her eye socket, Ugh. and she was crying we chris was crying i was crying and we had to paddle the boat across the lake i get home it was almost like no one really acknowledged how bad it was like no one really talked about it and then i went upstairs to bed <laughs> this is like so, so crystal clear how unhealthy this is i went upstairs to bed and then i got on the side of the bed that hid me from the door and i just started shaking and crying by myself for like a fucking hour i couldn't stop and i was i remember in that moment going something is broken in me. something's broken in me it just broke and i can't fix this and i'm freaking the fuck out it was like sheer panic and uh hell were you uh must have been probably 11 or 10 and did you feel guilty like you caused the whole thing i'm sure i did i'm yeah. sure i felt i'm sure i was like let's go over and look yeah you know and so i remember that so vividly and did you was part of the quiet in the house that night everyone like oh
1: there was bird, never bird let me was
0: saying, there, there was a bird caused this oh i know i don't know about that but that, but i'll say that there's never been quiet i've never been able to hear quiet quiet for me becomes very loud mm. so like a second it gets quiet i hear loudness everywhere so um like as a kid, I would I would try to lay in bed and I could hear the loudness, and so I I just would. But but what I'm questioning is whether or not some of the
1: lack of conversation was oh, sh- shunning behaviors because they were
0: pissed at you. I doubt it. I'm sure there were shunning behaviors happened my whole life, but but that not in that moment. That. I think I think Gilda was to blame. I remember Gilda being like, she I don't know I don't even remember how. I don't even remember, by the way, if, you, if we called my dad, my dad would be like, oh, oh, yeah, that was nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just was like, oh, come on, buddy, you were fine. It wasn't a big deal. But yeah, that, that, that's just being a parent. I got news for you. Yeah. It's just, it's like these little things that are happening in their lives where I'm like, I was there. It wasn't that big of a deal. Right. And then they're like, this changed my life forever. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fucking for real. <laughs> we're last going, night, we're going last, there. last night, I'm on the treadmill and it's a fucking meltdown isla comes out she's trying to open the door with her elbows she's got rubber gloves on and i go because of the coronavirus no <laughs> these are my two fucking idiot kids <laughs> and so she's like waving so i get off the treadmill I'm, I'm in the middle of like a legit workout i do this this workout on headsets i open the door she goes we need to go to rite aid i said what's going on she goes georgia ran out of hair dye and i'm oh like oh my god i go we're not going to rite aid for hair dye she goes dad it's a dr- it's a big deal I go in, George is a fucking mess. Isla's a fucking mess. And Leanne seems to not really give a fuck. She's like, Are you going or am I going? I go, No one's going. It's the coronavirus. That's like the most infected place in the world. And George is like, Dad, please. And then I I said, This is one of those times it's going to fucking break her. So I go, Fine. We get in the fucking car. I run over. I run down to fucking Rite Aid. I buy all the blue hair dye I can find. I run back and they had blue hair dye already. Oh, we found some in Isla's room. And I'm like, oh, those little those moments where I try to protect the this changed me forever, and it's, I mean, would your kids say that they have them? That they have that they have those moments where they're like,
1: oh, all well, now it's it's like it's time now, it's, really it's time to come to come pay up you know, here, all of your shortfalls. We're gonna let you know about it now,
0: really, yeah. And it just goes straight to you. Does your your wife get? Oh gets yeah, like, brutal. Oh really? Oh yeah, of course. It just lately, it's been I'm getting been getting mine really mm. like like what
1: you weren't around you don't listen to my feelings you aren't considerate you're too busy you're too distracted you're...
0: did you analyze your kids the you're... way you analyze like us like no, me and Tom i don't and think Christina? so i hope not maybe are they are the same more person with your kids that you are with us i i guess i mean
1: they would maybe beg to differ i don't know and yeah it's it, they have notes now how we manage our dogs how we manage our household Really? Yeah, yeah. Now, where, finances. Where are, your, where are your kids living? One's at home. He's going to get out soon, but they're like one's in law school and one's getting a psychology degree. My daughter's in New York, but they all have notes for us. They all have notes about, about how we should live our life. Did you have notes for your dad? Oh my god! Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ! You would have
0: punched me in the face. I mean, or died. You would have just drop dead. Like what? <laughs> I remember one time my parents started to split up, and they they were like uh, they were like Hey, do you?" Uh, do you... Someone the other day This is a perfect example Someone the other day said Hey asshole And I turned around <laughs> And I went Oh I thought it was my dad oh, no. My dad used to call me asshole or dickhead But not in like a, a Playful way He meant it in a playful way yeah. And I, My mom when they were going through a divorce My mom convinced me that he had been calling me asshole and dickhead my whole he- life And that that was bad How old were they? They How old were they? I don't know. I How was were you? twenty I was twenty one. Okay. Twenty-one when they started split up mm. and at twenty two uh they kind of got back together, I mm. guess. Yeah. Well that's crazy. I'm not sure they should have, but yeah. Are they now? Yeah, they still oh, are. That's awesome. And they're locked in, in a house in Florida. It's a real fucking treat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a weird question I want to ask you. I saw this doctor in Calabasas get on TV and scare the fuck out of everyone. Oh, what do he say? He was like, he "This was is like, the stuff I hate. I hate this." He was dealing with one of the. Ugh. He was dealing with one of the um the cases. One of the cases, and he's like, "This is more serious than anything. We need to lock down all our. We need to shut down all our schools. We need to shut down everything." Like he was like, "I have seen this firsthand." And then, and I was like, and then I, it was a Facebook post. Then I saw him on TV. Then I saw him on TV again, and I thought. Do you find this in the medical profession, guys who go, this? If I cry wolf, I can get famous, and then I can write a book, and then was it Doctor Fink? I I think maybe I don't know. Kind of, I I went to high school,
1: went to a residency with him. I I I interviewed him; he was great, but um, and I know him to be a good doctor and stuff like that. But and I'd heard he was. If this may not even be him you're talking about, yeah. Uh, but I, I, but he too was one of the people that said he was very impressed by the seriousness of the illness. I mean, it really freaked him out. Yeah, yeah he had was was it with the people skiing in Italy? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are his of, patients. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and five of seven got sick. Three needed hospitalization or ICU. And it's like that's a that's a pretty dramatic thing to see. And I could see how if you've been through that, you'd be like, we don't want this. I think he, I, it was an overreaction because. He really didn't know what he was seeing and how bad it was going to be. If if that was super villain, everyone was going to get it, and that's how they were. Gonna, everyone was going to get. Then I understand why he was yeah. feeling that way, and and he he felt that way. So I think he just spoke up. I, I think he felt he had to. I don't think it was the wrong thing to do. He's quieted a down since more information's come in.
0: Really? Yeah. Do you find that all you doctors are on the same page, kind of, or do you find that there are these outliers that are almost like like?
1: there's there, here's here's what I'm finding. And I and I, and I spoke to I, I did a stream today with Kate Shanahan, who's a famous diet doctor, but she's also a very she was a biochemist and a geneticist and a very fine family practitioner. And she wanted to talk about end of life decisions. I'm not sure this is the right time to talk about it, but I went into it with her. And and doctors talk about we share and 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 we constantly are challenging each other and you know trying to think through best best practices. And she was saying like, if somebody's eighty five, shouldn't we be talking to them? What do they want us to do? They want to be on a ventilator? Do they want to go through all this? And not just assume they we have to throw all this medical technology at them. She was just talking about it. Yeah, people freaked out. Really. Uh, and the the point is though that we we have to think about all these things. I'm always out there going. I I agree with Dr. Fauci. Whatever he says, we're going to do. But Dr. Fauci, do we have to shut everything down? Isn't that excessive? Isn't that isn't that a little too much? I mean, you're still going to. We got numbers that are looking pretty good right now. Can we just can people go to a restaurant? You know, like so so those kinds of. And, and then we are of course, like you mentioned, that we talked about.
0: Those dogs are amazing. They're brand new too. Huh? The uh, the new the fucking moron one is is that the, the dumbest fucking dog that I've that ever one? Yeah it's the dumbest cool, okay. fucking dog i've ever owned in my life
1: but you as a, at the beginning of this conversation you, we talked about how doctors share information and, stuff. Yeah.
0: We're, and we're, we're constantly challenging each other you know and well, i and, like a person like her that challenges an end of life conversation because it's not a conversation anyone wants to have
1: no and it's stuff it's and, and i actually you know i I actually under my breath i wasn't gonna have this conversation publicly but i was looking at the data on all the deaths in the united states are so like 90 90 90 90 and i went Jesus, we don't put 90-year-olds on ventilators routinely. We just don't do yeah. that cuz it's considered torture. It's considered like cruel cuz they're not really unlikely to make it once you put somebody like that on a ventilator. And I thought, "Wow, how weird that we're doing that in this case." And I just thought that, and yeah. then she was going straight at it like, oh, we're, "We got to have these conversations and maybe they don't want it." And so, well then it gets to a point what like what age it, it, well it, in the 90s, if you're in your 90s and you put on a ventilator, it's not looking good. My Nana's 99. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and we were well, like- Most people, see, we most we're, we are encouraged in normal times, not when it's like this, to talk to people about that and to, to discourage them from going into these situations where they're not likely to get out, but yeah. likely to suffer a lot. Really? Yeah. So that's, that's sort of common talk in internal medicine. It's not being had in this crisis. And uh, I, we're just going to do. We're going to go to the mat with everybody. And I, I kind of understand that because this is a reversible thing. We know what it is. It's not like there's any mystery about what's going
0: on. And we, if we can get people through. Let's try. It. So, what's our timeline look like? Like, like I have dates booked in in uh, July and June. I think in
1: June we're going to be in pretty good shape. I would love to hear that. Yeah, I'd be I'd be shocked if we're not. Yeah, I, I'll be shocked if we're not feeling more optimistic. Maybe not the end of next week, but the beginning of the following week. Really? Yeah. Like, I would like, love like, that. Like I would like somebody because then we're gonna have a lot of data points, and somebody can really kind of tell us where we are and a little more
0: what to expect. What's the What's the news network that we should listen to first? Or better yet, what's the medical website we it's can CDC read? Centers for Disease Control. That's really? it. Period. Just listen what they have. CDC CDC. Yeah, they have a CDC
1: app. Sure. Oh, bird will be on it all the fucking time why'd you bring all that
0: up <laughs> so, fucking uh ronnie cheng uh, posted the bing app what's that no that's a what is that i'm sorry i gotta it's that's okay dry eye syndrome um it it was showing where at where cases and and were oh well, there's a hopkins map the map that red map yeah it shows where the cases are yeah, yeah. i just was tracking it to make sure i wasn't the one bringing it across the country <laughs> Cause here I am low sartin and, and zero blood and, and zero blood. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking o- o positive. I'm going I'm to go out and do lick some windows. That's really funny. Yeah. It's uh. so let, will you please let me know if low Sartin turns out? Yes, of course I will. Course. Cause I will fucking, if, yeah. if it well, turns it's not out to be like
1: so good that you're going to be able to get the virus and be okay. No, no, no. I just, I just, you want, might not get the complications and that sort
0: of thing. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I mean, I, it's the crazy part is like Tom and I were talking today and he was like, it was like, like, his Ari was freaking out, and he's like, So, are we just going to stop doing podcasts? I was like, No, I was like, It's, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, the rules in place by the government are stay in groups of 10 or less and, and th- three to six feet apart. Yeah, and we're, minimize we're right your, now practicing social distancing. Yeah, this is social. And actually, we came in, we came in, both
1: you and your wife stayed a certain distance away from me, and yeah, that's it, that's, and that's how it works. And, and, if, if we need more, he will tell us, just yeah. listen to that guy, he knows what he's doing.
0: Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. <clears throat> yeah, where did you, cool, you go to school? Where uh, he go to school?
1: I don't know. He was, I think I would it was. Love a,
0: if you said Ohio State.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, I've been working around him since the AIDS epidemic, and um, yeah, he's he he's very good.
0: Can I tell you the the the? This is something I've I've brought up. I hung out with someone at the CDC one time. What? Yeah, it's kind of weird. They came from Atlanta. They came to my uh, one of my shows, and uh, I said something about. I made a joke on stage about AIDS. And, um, I forget the joke, but I came off stage and he said, I love that AIDS joke. And I said, really? And he said, yeah, whatever it was, I'm sure it was a meathead joke. And then he said, I said, do you get a lot of cases of like straight white dudes with AIDS? And he was like, you know, what we call straight white man with AIDS. And I said, what? And he goes, a liar. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, really? And he yeah. goes, yeah, they just, it's just,
1: it's not or on the DL. Yeah. He goes,
0: it's not how you get it. Yeah. And I went, really? He goes, yeah. And I said, I was assuming when I entered high school. I remember right off, I- Well,
1: listen, so I was part of all that, and so was Dr. Fauci. Yeah. And we were afraid we were going to have 10 million deaths. And we ended up with 175,000. And and when we were at about where we are now in this epidemic, in the AIDS epidemic, we were ringing the bell of disaster. Really? To try to get the thing turned around. We felt like we were justified. It's why I got on the radio. It's what motivated me to get on the radio in the first place. Really? Try to talk to young people. No I was talking to young people. I was like, we got to talk to them And you're this. talking about sex? It's sex and condoms. and that. No one was talking about that to yeah. it, no one. And they didn't even know. The kids didn't know what AIDS was. And so we scared the shit out of a whole generation.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, That's why they say b- these Gen Xers are more being more safe than the millennials or the baby boomers. Yeah. Because I think because we got scared with AIDS. Yes.
1: And so I'm wondering, are we doing the same thing with this virus? I hope so. Right? Wouldn't that be great? I
0: hope so. It turns
1: out that it has a much slower, much we end up with a much much lower outcome than oh, uh, I would we love that. Yeah, right. I would and, love and, that. And and the, that's again we we could that could happen, and so then it's appropriate for us to have conversations about the press needs to shut up. Are are closing all the businesses the right thing to do? You know, do no harm, guys. We're supposed to, every intervention we make, we could do harm. So we got to weigh out the risk-benefit analysis. Yeah, And we are hurting people economically. And th- that harm could be big. Let's see if we can mitigate that a little bit and not cause another outbreak. That's, I'm sure we're Fauci's head's out right now. And so I'm hoping he'll start talking about numbers. Like, if we're here, we can get out of this in this number of weeks. Yeah. and You know, I, I think we're going to start hearing those kind of, that kind of language.
0: I heard a radio guy was doing a press tour yesterday. A radio guy, I won't say his name, said, is it worth it? And I said, what? And he goes, the economic depression for the old people. And I went, It is for me because my parents are 72. Yeah. Like it, it, it I I wouldn't frame it that way. That's yeah. too cold. <laughs> I was it. like, Jesus, man. Because like, by the way, yeah, not, it is. All my dad's friends that I love,
1: I would fucking lose. I yeah. Mean, we we could you see what I hated was the pushing of the doomsday disasters a million dead, 150 sick, million dead, 150 million sick. Stop it. We don't yeah. need to hear that. Was two days ago that was in the New York Times. Give me a break. Uh, and especially th- that none of those models took into account any change in behavior. Obviously we're changing things dramatically. So it's going to yeah. change very much how this thing plays out. And, uh, I may never shake hands again, but, but <laughs> I know, I know we don't have the Vulcan. I don't mind now. the elbow tap. At I don't all. either. I kind of miss handshakes. I I was, got a couple of them in just towards the, just before we really started social distancing. I was like, I miss that. I could. had a couple
0: shirtless pictures with dudes before, right before that.
1: <laughs> but, but, we're also all over the place here i'm losing my train of thought that that well, what oh, we were shoot. talking about
0: it's also do you remember social distancing and you were saying just before that we were talking about the aids epidemic and the numbers and and uh well where we're going to be in a couple of and weeks where we're going to be saying. in a couple of weeks and
1: <laughs> oh no I the cold heartedness is what i wanted to get at oh yeah the, yeah, yeah, yeah that, I, that I, yeah. I, you you can you can say have we caused too much harm without saying See? <laughs> you know, rescue old people versus hard. We're talking, look, a lot of young people would die too if we let this thing spiral. A lot, let's be fair. So, look, we're trying to keep everybody, as many people as possible, safe. Disproportionately, yes, the elder folks will will be kept safe as well. I'm nearly in the risk category, for Christ's sake. I'm, I'm, How I'm you? I'm 61. God, so, God. You don't look like it at all. I'll come back here anytime you want. So... <laughs> so, so, uh and the point being that it's it's we it is appropriate to ask the question though is it is it are we causing too much harm in the name of what's the balance what's the right balance get it right let's navigate this thing let's thread that needle and get it right did you listen to the podcast tom and christina did about the coronavirus i contributed to it i couldn't i was on the road actually then oh i uh, she had me write send a little video in oh i don't know what it oh was, she it, had the corn
0: star in there was that what it was why i got what it got pulled down oh <laughs> what happened i don't know tom won't talk about it oh my god he's like we had to take it down because i recorded with christina right afterwards yeah
1: she was great she was so funny
0: yeah i don't know what they talked about tom sent me a link i'm gonna watch it on the treadmill tonight i can't fucking wait oh no yeah so okay let's end we gotta get you out of here what are some good tips for people that are i know right that's why i love tom so much like He, he 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 goes to the mat he really does not give Oh fuck! I think
1: he does. Do you think so? Oh yeah, but it's but it's only in retrospect. Like, you know, he's very worried about Robert Paul Champagne and how he's feeling about us and stuff. You know, oh, you know all this story, right? The
0: guy, the the yeah,
1: the guy went and visited in New York. They yeah. never they never put up the home tour because he was very upset with the initial part, of the interview. And so we never put up and and uh, Tom was like, we got to help the guy. We got to, he had me look up some social work for him and stuff. We tried to get services. Oh, for that. real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: Tom doesn't. Tom has a heart. I know. Tom he has, has a, a heart. You, you rarely see it, but I get to see it once in a while. I like the, when he posts shit about me, I even sometimes like when Ralphie died and he posted a picture of me and he goes, I want to rest in peace, Ralphie, you're a great guy. I posted a picture of me. I was like, even those jokes, I go, it takes me a second to laugh at them. <laughs> I go, you motherfucker. Like today for my special, it, it premiered, and he posted the most unflattering picture of me. I go, why couldn't you celebrate me for a second? Why couldn't you just go, yeah, I love this guy? Like, I do that to him all the time. Oh, it, no. is, well, it comes to busting balls. He's it's his sense up. of humor, is, and it's, I think it's why I like him. It's like the machine, the fucking dance video where he stabbed me at the end. I go, why'd you have to stab me? He was like, I thought it was funny. And you're like, huh, cool. Well, everything for the laugh. Everything for the laugh. What are some things people are doing that can do to talk themselves off a ledge? Oh, Hold on a second. The the
1: river dance promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to learn the dance? Uh, I don't know how to dance at all. I faked it. How did you know when to turn around and stuff? Was somebody coaching you? You turned around with the women and they were dancing.
0: The first time I saw them dance, I saw them do the kick, and I just kind of timed it out. And I was like, and the first time I did it was perfect. (laughs) And the next time I said someone in the back, I said, when they go to kick, we you do like this and then I'll kick and spin around with them? And they were like, Oh yeah. So when they went to kick, I just kicked and around spun around with them. But the first one we did was the dance was perfect. Oh. Perfect, but the copy was bad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I did I did I did, I killed a I killed a full beer. I wasn't I wasn't even drinking that day. That's what the problem with my lifestyle is. So I wasn't even drinking that day. And they were like, it'd be cool if you killed a beer because it's St. Patty's Day. And then and I was like, Oh yeah, fuck. So I was like, "Let's do it." So I killed a beer, but it was a full beer, and they and you couldn't even because you are cutting up for my legs. You didn't see me kill a full beer, yeah. So I was like, "Well, fucking cut the beer in half, and I'll just finish the yeah. beer, yeah." Because I was a full beer, and I had a burp inside me. Oh, and so the copy came <laughs> off, but the dance was better. This one it the- was awesome. It's a
1: great promotion. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. So I I was uh, watching Mass Singer last night. Speaking of kicking and dancing, yeah. And did you see uh, the bear that's saying "Baby got butt"? No, baby got back rather. I don't know if I'm gonna spoil it for you. Don't please. Let's do it or don't spoil please it. Please spoil it. Sarah Palin. It was the most entertaining television I've ever seen. Are you and, serious? And my wife starts laughing hysterically. She goes, She needs to run for president. <laughs> I was like, Oh, yeah. Like,
0: she goes, hey, everybody would vote for her now. You you need to watch Oh, this. I'm she, gonna watch it. Is it online, do you think? I'm
1: sure probably I've always found The her reveal. Super sexy. What? Oh, she's very attractive. I I'm totally agree. Very attractive. But this was the, her performance was pretty over the top and then she they never play at the end you sing your song you take the head off and then you sing your song and they usually play a couple of notes as they go out to credits yeah they did the whole thing her whole, day, whole song really oh I gotta it was it was over the top it was sensational oh. like her credibility I've always liked her I mean I've, I've met that's, have you met her no i never i don't necessarily agree with her politically that's for sure but 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 i always admired her and the idea that you know she was sitting at the boards of a hockey link and went i, I should take on these oil companies i should be governor and then did it i mean that's yeah. that's
0: badass oh i think she's so fucking hot yeah, i've always thought she was so hot yeah and when we went to alaska we went to alaska everyone fucking loves her in alaska oh, she's that right? like their person oh, is that right? oh yeah and these guys were like these guys were I, I, someone said something about her daughter like on our cruise said something about her daughter and these guys got protective. They're like, yo, 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 we know her. I had her on Teen Mom for a
1: little while. Really? Yeah. She was on Teen Mom with the the boyfriend was named like D- Dakota, something, Dakota, right? V- really a cool dude. A, a, really? A veteran with bad PTSD. I really liked that guy. And she pulled out, uh, what's her, what's the Palin's daughter's name? Uh, shoot.
0: Anyway, she pulled out and I was like, ah, I like working with that kid. Dakota, really? Yeah. Dakota, is he the one that reached out and tried to fight Dan Bilzerian? I don't know. Did see if Dakota type in Dakota Dan Bilzerian. Bristol Palin. Bristol. Yeah. Bristol Palin, right, Bristol Palin. Is she, she uh they have a lot of kids up there, huh? I wouldn't mind that lifestyle. Mudrooms and four by fours and snowmobiles airplanes everyone has their own airplane yeah they have those little cub yeah airplanes. with little giant wheels giant and wheels giant. And they spin in circles <laughs> looking for moose yes i would love that lifestyle yeah yeah he i guess he's a real vet and he had ptsd did, and a really good dude really yeah but uh the two of them didn't get on so well so i was trying to help with that and you
1: know more Teen Mom stuff. So anyway, stuff to get people off the ledge. Yeah, well, I, I'll get you out of here. I'm fine. I, I got, I got wait all the way to fine.
0: Mid-roll reads. Mid-roll reads. What are they? These are mid-roll reads. This podcast is also brought to you by Cigar.com. How much does it suck being stuck at home with all the stress? To me, nothing would be better than a, getting a quality cigar delivered right to my front door and relax from all the craziness. Enter Cigar.com. Simply put, it is the home for cigar enthusiasts, the largest selection with over 1,400 brands like Ashton, Cohiba, Monte Cristo, and so many more, and the best prices with over 50 million cigars in the inventory. They are incredible. Latest and greatest boutique blends, hard-to-find items, the only major online retailer with rare and vintage And pre embargo tobacco sample from mellow to medium to full body and really dedicated enthusiasts. These are, they have the cigar of the month club where the experts hand select from different blends for home delivery with the special member saving or just buy what you want when you want it. It's entirely up to you. You can even sign up to receive daily deals via emails. I mean, talk about convenience. You can shop by brand, by price, by origin, by sample set. And sale items, not sure what to choose? Well, they have an in-house expert that can help. There's something for everyone. They've been in the business for almost 25 years and provide top-notch service. I love Jaime Garcia. I love my father's cigar. And I love a very hard-to-find cigar. It's Padron 7000. You hop on there, it's so easy. Just sit back, take a break from all the craziness with a cigar at the end of a day. It does not get better. And you now can do that from cigar.com. And right now, for a limited time, they have a great 15% off deal on any order of $99 or more, plus free shipping. All you have to do is go to cigar.com, that's their website, and check out their special offer and use this code, the promo code BurtCast. All you have to do is go to the website, cigar.com, get this special offer and use our promo code, BurtCast. That's cigar.com, no S, cigar.com and use the promo code BIRDCAST. Countless products promise to promote wellness, drastic diets, extreme fitness routines, over-the-top supplement regimens. The list never ends. Who says taking care of yourself needs to be so hard? What's great about CBD is that it helps you feel better without making drastic changes to your routine. Let's be real. Droppers full of funny taste and tinctures never felt like the best modern science had to offer. Meet Caliper. The better way... To consume CBD. Caliper believes that everyone deserves to feel better naturally and drastic changes shouldn't be required. That's why they made a more precise and reliable CBD product that's easier to take than CBD oil. You get all the benefits of CBD in a tasteless, dissolvable powder that your body absorbs more rapidly so you can feel better naturally without upending your lifestyle. It's super easy. All you got to do is mix it to your morning coffee or smoothie, your tea, even a mocktail at night, a protein shake. Hell, throw it in a little water. And it's super fantastically pre-measured. Pre-measured package with no grassy flavor, very easy to mix into food or drink. And the benefits that we've noticed in our house helps me snooze easier, helps with my stress, less achy, less sore, calmer. I mean, you name it, I feel like they bring it. Calper CBD believes everyone deserves a little piece in their pocket. And they're the first to provide consistent, convenient, and precise CBD in a water-soluble powder. Unlike CBD oil, Caliper CBD powder is completely tasteless and mixes easily in any food or drink. Just mix it with any food or drink and enjoy the benefits. No weird taste, no oily residue, no weird mouthfeel. Rediscover your best self with a CBD product that clinically is proven to be superior than the standard CBD oil. Caliper gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 15 minutes. That's about twice as fast as any CBD oil is going to offer. And clinically proven that your body absorbs 450% more CBD with Caliper compared to tinctures. There's always precisely 20 milligrams in each packet. Never question how much CBD you're taking again. Caliper CBD comes in affordable 10 and 30 count packs. You can get started for just under 20 bucks. Individual 20 milligram packets that give you the maximum benefit of CBD wherever you go. Unlike some of the products out there, Caliper is completely THC-free. All the goodness of CBD with no high, all natural, no non-GMO ingredients, no filler, no added chemicals, no artificial flavors. Get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code BERT at trycaliper.com BERT. Caliper, it's so sure you're going to love the product. They'll even offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's trycaliper.com slash Burt. Don't forget the promo code bert for 20% off your first order. Trycaliper.com slash Burt and use the promo code bert for 20% off.
1: I'm just happy I didn't cry because I'm I talking about all these entertaining things and getting my mind off. These, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I like I'm so upset all the, the time now. Really? Oh. 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 Yeah. So I'm on the ledge too a bit. I'm I'm not on the ledge so much as I'm on, I'm on what you call tenterhooks. You know I'm I'm like Ugh. yeah. Yeah. You know, I've I've just been very out.
0: much like, uh, you know, it's funny if I don't leave the house I'm fine, but if I leave the house I come back with anxiety. Yeah. And I and I and and I, I and I go that's really not yeah. healthy. Like you, I don't want to turn into that person.
1: Yeah. And this, this situation is not healthy, right? Is sort of almost no way to make it uh, good. Uh, I told you earlier that leaning in, the one of the one of the pieces of advice that I, I I see the opportunity for evolution for all of us here in this right. We talked a little bit about that. A little bit, yeah. Um, we're seeing more telemedicine done now. Technology is being deployed to interact with our elderly parents. Uh, technology is being used to keep people in educated in school, keep the classes going. A lot of interesting things are underway. The government is stepping up in a ton of ways. There's re- the technology is developing around how to respond to a disaster. I mean, you know how California is building out hospital beds and creating resources. These are all incredible evolutions. But this is also an opportunity for us individually, each to evolve, right? And so what I was one of the things I was advocating for people is: if you're an anxious person like you and me, yeah, lean in. Now's the time to lean in. See, lean into it and see see what resources you have internally to get control of yourself and do do that and Stay focused on what you need to do. I mean, from me, what? Oh my well, not drinking is a good one, right? Oh, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. it's going to the hospital if I got to go. I'm going in. I'm leaning into it. And my anxiety, be damned. And uh, yeah. even though I feel shitty because because it, it's something in the vapors. I, and I and the again, and I'm driven to distraction by the press and their horrible language. It, it's funny that, that was what bothers me the most. Is they're 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 driving people. Into deeper anxiety and dread that I may not be able to help them out of. Right, that's sort of what troubles me.
0: That's what. It, and, that's what it, I think. That is the the underlying thing is that they're driving people into such anxiety and dread that it's it's it is affecting more people than the virus. Definitely. Yes,
1: and and it's and then and then we're hopeless and we're helpless and we don't you know we don't attend to things that we should. And then when it comes time to work, we're going to be paralyzed. I mean, it's just. It's not good. This is it's not good. We don't need to be like this. We should be, we should be exercising. We will be sleeping right. We should be eating right. We should be focusing on our family. Really reprioritizing our values. It kind of makes everything kind of come into focus a little bit, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. my
0: my values. My I became very um very like fucking what I got here is what I got here, and let's you're focus. You mean here, like, here? in this? No, no. In this family. Yeah. Like and I and I I. It, it makes you prioritize like i like I, I cooked a brisket and i cut a bunch of it up and i sent it to my sisters i sent it to my buddy there you go. i sent it to friends and going like that's the stuff like and th- that made me feel really yes great. that that is the it's so
1: service and giving and re retrenching with people that are important to us i i'm strange i looked forward to coming in here and talking to you i really yeah. did because it's just like I, and you did relieve me a lot of the time from sort of the weird misery i in. Right?
0: it's it's such a so. weird
1: time to it's it's a weird time to be in your head well i i personally i feel like i'm taking the whole country and going okay hold on just kind of key you got you got this you got this and i you know we're gonna be fine i feel like i'm like holding up a wall that's starting to crumble yeah and and there's the press on the other side like with a big hammer it doesn't help us if they're comfortable (laughs) (laughs) they don't uh, listen
0: if they're not scared
1: it's like no no just that's, we got this we got this don't don't you know don't look at that language.
0: What do you think about those spring breakers in Florida though? That was a couple of days of screwballs and denial. That yeah. stopped.
1: It stopped. They got everybody's entitled to come to the this whole thing requires adjustments of behavior, right? Yeah. And not everyone we didn't go from a week ago we were not imagining we'd be here we now, right? It oh. it evolved. That was one week ago. Like, think about that. That was a week, one week ago. I was on a plane. And and I was being careful what I touched and, and that kind of thing. I was being very 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 careful, but I didn't imagine I'd be home
0: stuck at home and nobody out. I was in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. What was today's Thursday, right? Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. What day? Thursday. Today's Thursday. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Um, I was in a plane. I was in New Orleans. I I was driving back to from New Orleans to LA. Yeah. And it was just and I was like I literally said to myself I'm gonna party my dick off this entire time and not let the voices fuck with me. And I'm going to drink them away. And then when I get home, I'm done.
1: That is what I always encourage you to do, isn't it? Yeah. You you (laughs) you always (laughs) said,
0: Bert, drink as hard as you can.
1: I'll tell you what. I tell you what I'm
0: not waking up with in the morning is that dread of like, bro, I am giving myself pancreatic cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to slow the fuck down. You yeah. want to know his pummy in a hot hole? We were watching uh, Patrick Swayze, and we are all just talking Ugh. about a badass he <sighs> was. Oh, no. And then I was like, man, whatever. How does a guy like that die? And they go, he was a drinker. And I went, what? And am like, yeah, he was a drinker, man. Drinker and smoker. Never stopped. Old Texas boy. I would say the smoking is more of the pancreatic cancer. Than really? The- yeah, yeah. Fuck. Thank God I don't smoke. I quit smoking weed and cigars. But I did that months out when I first heard about this virus no Good. I was like I take that back I probably spoke weed a couple times but when I when we were in New York we went to a we went to a Rangers we went to a Knicks game then a Rangers game and uh and at the Knicks game that was the first time we heard about this virus and then we were like we should be fine just use hand sanitizer and we're like okay and we did we kept our hands clean but they they fucking put me up on the big screen and they were like, "Bert, we'd love you to uh, rip your shirt off and kill a beer." And I was like, well, "I don't have a beer." And they're like, "Don't worry, we got gotcha. you." Someone grabbed a beer off the a cup off the ground and started filling it up with local beers. And I'm like, oh, "I think this is how you get the virus, guys." <laughs> Killed the uh-huh. beer, and then the next night went to the next game. Same, same. Everyone's shaking hands. Everyone's touching. Way before any of that. But the one upside is, I will say. Is they still had hand sanitizer at the Knicks and rangers games yeah you couldn't find it anywhere in new york but it was in big buckets yeah and so i bought a ton and that lasted us all the way through to new orleans
1: yeah we were being careful and and then we were instructed to be more careful
0: yeah that's what we're doing well, the, but the, we
1: didn't know we were going to go here just the way those kids weren't really hearing what they're being instructed to do yeah they weren't hearing it, it took a, it took a day or two to figure it out they were they were screwballs okay they got it Every, everyone's
0: allowed to make mistakes as we go down this path what about right? what about Vanessa Hudson? What'd she do? Oh, she oh. was aggressive. She was like, guys, it's a virus. People are gonna die. Let them die. They're oh. old. Who cares? Yeah. Allegedly. Mm. The Um I think it's a time that celebrities maybe shouldn't try to fix it.
1: Yeah. It it, it I want. I'm trying to put that in as positive a light as is possible. Yeah. Which, which is that it, she's asking the same question I'm asking in a very coarse and inappropriate way. Yeah. Which is it, how much of a fight is appropriate and who you know. And yeah. How do we do this? And again, listen to
0: Fauci. Do what he says. That's it. It was like Gal Gadot, who I think is amazing. <sighs> this is the exact thing that drives me nuts about celebrities. About is. They did a song where they sang Imagine with her no, and I saw that. 40 celebrities. Yeah. And you're like, hey, that doesn't really do anything. I know. Like other than serve your little virtue signaling, you're a great person. Yeah, the virtue signaling
1: is really, I hope that's over. Like, My, hey, my, Gal- my fear was the, some of the restrictiveness of New York and San Francisco and Los Angeles was each leader saying, I can be more restrictive. I'm virtue signaling. Really? My, I, can, I can, because first the CDC says 50 and then LA goes 10. Ten. It's ten. Yeah. Ten weeks. Uh, yeah. It's like you no, ten people. Ten yeah. people. And it's like, uh, why? They said fifty. The the guy whose job it is said fifty. Why are you why are you at ten? And then eventually he came down too. But so I'm not taking issue with it any longer. But it yeah. seemed like a little virtue signaling going on. Like who could be more restrictive?
0: Yeah. I um, feel like saying to Gal Gadot, that's not what we use you for. <laughs> like I'm not sure I want to know what you use her for. No, but like, that's not what we use her for. We use her for like getting a skimpy outfit, slide across the table, knock a couple guys over, do a high kick, get on the back of a horse, and like and like make sure your makeup's done. I hate to be a an asshole, an asshole, but I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you what Burt Kreischer is not meant for. Burt Kreischer is not meant for uh giving people information like me spouting out facts. I don't know facts. Yeah, yeah. I don't and and I, you definitely don't want. You want me to be a comic and be yeah. funny. That's what you want to use me Give for. Early, yeah. You want to, if you want to use me at my best, By watch way, my
1: special, right?
0: And it was very effective, and that's I th- it. and I thank you for it. Well, thank you. Yeah, but that's, I recommend but that's it highly. Yeah. Hey, gal, go like. Hey, guys, watch some Wonder Woman movies. I shouldn't speak out loud anymore. I like, had a very strange uh, experience where I was with her,
1: Sasha Baron Cohen, and Doctor Ruth, and they were all speaking Hebrew.
0: <laughs> Are <laughs> was, you serious? Yes. Yes. What were you doing there? Ruth and I were... Besides I came, looking confused. Oh,
1: oh, Ruth and I were, we were doing some promotion for something. She was lovely, by the way. And uh, and the two of them, mm-hmm. Sasha and Gal, were there for a, like a press junket or something. Yeah. And they, you know, they're they all Israeli. They you know, and, and so uh, I guess uh, Ruth used to be a sniper for the Israeli army. Yes. Yeah. And so they got, you know, started just, Gagging, geeking out in Hebrew it was you really serious so, I mean and plus both Gal and Sasha Vanconer are like 6'4 and Ruth is like 5, 4'8 it was the funniest thing I've ever seen god yeah that that uh,
0: video was just so exhausting yeah I, I was watching I didn't listen to it I was gonna out, do I was... I was gonna do one with all the comedians where we sang the ABC's <laughs> so we just went through and went A B that's good C <laughs> D and uh, and then but no one wanted to do it because Sarah's in the video. And we didn't want to make fun of Sarah. Oh. Sarah's fucking. We hold Sarah up because yes. we love her, and she's one of those. Holly, she's one of those. She's one of those Hollywood types, but she's still one of us. And so, I don't see her as a Hollywood type. I've known her for a long time. She's she, one of those. She is one of those. Like, she hasn't changed. She's changed a lot. Really, I, I think. I mean, I don't know her that well. I shouldn't say she's changed, but she's. One of the people that sometimes, sometimes, uh, this is a hard thing to say because I, I I would never want to be critical of Sarah. I love Sarah. I think, yeah. she, and I, I barely know her. Yeah. She's always been very, 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 very sweet to me. But sometimes it's the, and it happens a lot. And I'm not going to name. I shouldn't. I shouldn't even say it to anything. I will just say I think <laughs> but, Sarah's but brilliant. Here, but here it comes. <laughs> I think she's brilliant. I think she's hilarious. And sometimes the, the comedy is like the not the most important thing to her. It's like the maybe the social message or, oh, or yeah. Like, well, or a like are, or right. well, a lot a of people speaking out or right. a lot of people are going that way these days. Yeah, like, a lot of people are going yeah. that way, and it's not mm-hmm. my it's not my favorite way to go. And, and by yeah. the way, some of my friends are doing it. Yeah. Some of my best friends are doing it, and I and I get it, but it's just not my favorite thing. Oh,
1: speaking of friends, d- does Rogan have any feelings about that epidemiologist that came on his show and gave the doomsday scenarios uh, I, that that got that got everybody panicked more than anything? And I don't oh. blame Joe for that at all because he was just asking questions. Yeah, Joe's just that, listening. Yeah, that I, guy. That was a very problematic. Oh, day. that guy was
0: like, "Fuck, washing your hands, you're dead." Yeah,
1: he he it it just it just that day I watched people like go nuts. Oh, that, that day
0: that, I, I went nuts. That's the day I went nuts. Yeah.
1: So does he have any? Is he commenting on I that? I haven't you, even talked to Joe about it. It'd be yeah. really interesting to
0: hear his point of view because I think Joe, I I I I I don't I think Joe probably I, I think he's friends with one of Joe's friends. Like they're all they're a few of those uh, it, guys. But if that, I were Joe, I'd be pissed. Really? I'd be pissed that the guy used his. Show to, to
1: not, not to, to in, in a, in a, it's sort of dishonest to give a doomsday scenario and then not talk about the criteria and the assumptions and, you know, the modeling he's using. And he was just, he was presenting it as fact. Right? Wasn't he? It, oh, it was, I mean, it was, for me, I received it as fact. Yeah. I don't know and and I, I didn't actually hear it that all the it way It scared through, me so bad that I it thought. It upset me too much. I was like, that that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, it's not the, me the so way you're describing it. Even if that, that many people get sick, it's not going to happen like this. We don't do, we don't allow that to happen in U.S. healthcare. This is the thing that no one factors in. We are so responsive. We are so resilient. We're so innovative. All the crazy data where the U.S. healthcare ranks the lowest, watch watch and something like this watch we're number one really get a situation like this under control someone said that to me we are we got this shit. we i and i was i was talking to somebody that day and i was like you know because he was sort of extrapolating out stuff again i said i have 30 years of experience in the system i have faith in my fears i have faith in the system you've not been in it you don't know how it responds i know exactly how this is going to go what did
0: that guy do for a living did he work for the cdc i can't remember I can't he was remember. like a biologist or something or? i think it
1: was an epidemiologist well, i, I was don't even know what the epidemiologists means. are the ones that keep putting out the doomsday stuff and yeah. then that that imperial college of london keeps pumping out doomsday data that is so irresponsible oh my god and then the press reports it on the front pages every
0: day yeah oh my god i i sat up in bed on the tour bus when i, I was i was like Oh, cool. Joe's got this guy on. This will calm me down. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. the exact opposite. Oh, oh, I spun no. out. Of, I spun out hard. I spun <laughs> no. out hard. The kind of but know, I don't, see
1: how horrible that is. That's not fair
0: to you. That's destructive. You that have, guy should have been thinking, I wonder if I'll harm anybody by putting this out here. I think he's I, I don't think he's one of those guys that thinks, uh, he didn't. He didn't come off as a guy that thought about anything other than the the, the, the math, the, the math in front of him. Like he biology does not follow. It's not linear. It's like it's like clouds. It's yeah.
1: probabilities, and and it, there's so many different things change. So many assumptions, you you, can, you you're, you're beginning assumptions. You have to constantly reassess because it's 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 not this. It's always a it's
0: it's amorphous. I, I I had I sat up in the corner of my bed. You ever have a panic attack where you go, "How do I get out of here? I can't get out of here. I, there's no getting out of here." And I was on the bus, and I was like, I got up. It was like probably four in the morning, and we had all called it quits. that's that's alcohol withdrawal and no no oh (laughs) oh, i've had that too yeah the kind of sweats where you smells like piss (laughs) and you go i got up and i went into the back desperation we were driving desperation is a withdrawal symptom desperation Mm -hmm. i gotta go i gotta go i gotta go that's desperation yeah but it's also panic i've had it in panic more yeah like legit panic where you're like never associated with coming off alcohol no no my my coming off alcohol is not what i think the average person's is mine is just Mm -hmm. uh uh I don't feel good. I'm hungover. I gotta I gotta pull it back. Yeah. Like I don't really have like withdrawals way I think other people would. I don't I'm drink so... as much as you know, I when I'm on the road, I only drink I start drinking after the show. So I don't, I drink late I, I late am night.
1: So sensitive to alcohol as I've gotten older. It's like bizarre. Really? Like I'm trying to do this keto diet. Yeah. And you can't drink wine on the, you have to drink like vodka or bourbon or something. Oh, so I'll drink yeah. like one one shot of bourbon. Like over an evening.
0: And I'll wake up at three in the morning with the. It's the weirdest really? thing. the weirdest thing. I have a I have a plan when I come off the road. Like Sunday, I took a half a milligram of Xanax on Sunday, oh. a quarter of a milligram on Sunday on of Xanax on we Monday. You
1: use all this Xanax.
0: No, oh, it's, it's for me. It allows me to get through the first night's sleep and go. I can take today on. And then what if I take today on? I work out. I, I feel good. Using Xanax every night? No, I okay. I, I, I do right. I do half a milligram then yeah. a quarter of a milligram and then i'm off okay, okay and so it's like a way to it's like a That's way fine. to re-enter fine okay. yeah i don't use it Although well, i'll probably use it tonight now but because of what we're talking about no because of fucking liam oh what's really going on there it was, it's, it's, you
1: this, both look guilty when you walked out from behind the wall when i came in today
0: oh no it's the fact that fucking she uh i it's me it's definitely me it's not her it's me it's that i don't have an adult brain i don't have an adult brain like i look at it and i go we have x amount of dollars in the bank right yeah this remodel is going to cost x amount of dollars um and then i just go fatalistic and we have x amount of dollars in this house and our overheads x amount of dollars now we don't have to worry about money for x amount of months but at the end of x amount of months we should worry about it yeah by the way that is we are in such a better position than so many Americans right now. Oh my god. However, however, but is stressed but you but you're also in an uncertain situation. Too, I'm like uncertain room. because I go I don't know when Yeah, I know, the road I know. will pick up. I don't know when if the road will be what it was. I don't know what the landscape's going to look like. If Americans are going to go, "Hey, we're not coming out to see shows." And I don't know, you know, and so I can't imagine that. I feel like I more can't imagine or they I are either can't, can't but you need to get out. Get and do stuff. I I agree, but then but you also realize that you remember every touring act, every touring act that's going to go out. Is going to go out at the exact yeah. same time. Yeah. And so you go. I wonder if some of the venues will be closed down because they can't get back up. So there might be lesser venues. Might be lesser venues. There might. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Uh, and I and I say to her. I said to her, my thing today to her was was. Um, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I think we'll be fine. But my fear is just like we didn't expect to see this virus show up and shut down our economy. What if, what if it reboots again in, in, in November it could. and it shuts down our economy again. And then yeah. we go, we're out all this money. And what if it's some, what if this is our new reality? And that's where my brain goes. What if this is our new reality? All the, I way, watched, to, all the way to catastrophe. Yeah. I go to, I watched day after tomorrow, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie where yeah. the planet moves or whatever. <laughs> And I go, I remember watching that and going, that would never happen. Now I watch it and I go, so that's a possibility. Like, that's a real possibility. The Earth sh- shifts. Yeah, like a f- like like an asteroid hits or something. Yeah, you know, black Twitter is telling me that, that this all this coronavirus is only to <laughs> distract this. us from a fucking asteroid that's about to hit us. I heard it. <laughs> i heard that it's so good i love it and i was like so wish yeah so money is not going to mean anything (laughs) i just need to have guns you know there there are lines around the block getting guns that's crazy ninnies don't even know it takes 12 days to get a fucking gun well it was
1: interesting you're in your stand-up there was so much gun talk it was so timely because people are thinking about
0: that yeah you know oh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah i got a i got a six sex and gun bit right back to back to back yeah yeah and, uh, and by the way, though,
1: I, I wondered about your some of the things you say about Isla.
0: Don't even get me started. Okay, what's happening? No, nothing. I'm. I, someone said to me, hey, man, do you ever wonder like how that's going to affect your kids when they get older? And I was like, I didn't. I haven't worked that math out, no. Well, last time we talked, some of that was starting
1: to happen. She, she, she had seen some of the stuff, and she thought you just told cool stories
0: about her. Yeah, and now <laughs> so she's like, she's like, wait, I... you make fun of us? And I go, oh. yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but you know what's interesting oh, no. is that she, like, she hadn't seen this special. Yeah, hold off. But on like, that. Y- hold off on that. She I certainly have a conversation with her beforehand. She would. We'll never watch a special. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm certain she'll watch it probably in college, maybe. Ugh. But like, the dream story is true. Yeah, the wolf, wolf tattoo is true. The bag of rice is tr- everything. Everything's true. So in a weird way, when she hears it, she doesn't remember. She doesn't hear the insult. She hears the the story the, the story of us laughing when she was like a bag of rice I, I I would urge you to you've always talked
1: about how she's just like you yeah when you use insulting language make sure you're in on
0: it you're, you're part of the insult oh, yeah, or the object of the insult it's a little late for that Drew I know I, I was thinking that the other what day what are you gonna do that, I would help you a little bit yeah but you know what I I don't want to sell it I there was a comics that I would watch sell things uh palatable for their kids no 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 just for themselves or for the audience and i was like i'm gonna tell it like it is i don't know it's part of my it's part of my process of like i remember watching comics frame things so they looked good i'm a blue collar guy or you know things like that yeah that they didn't need to in my opinion yeah. i was like just tell me the joke yeah. tell me the thing and then does your dad out on stage with you anymore my dad went on
1: stage at one time well that one time yeah we ripped you, his shirt off it's so funny and then he loved it
0: oh you said he talked about it like weeks later he's like buddy I, I get the thrill man when you get off stage it's got to be like it's got to be insane right and i was like yeah yeah and he's like i mean i get it like i mean i i, I sometimes i'll relive it in my head and i'll want to pour a drink and go i'm have a drink and a cigar i go yeah it's pretty pretty tempting it's he's like how do you do this during sober october and i'm like yeah you get the fucking rub it's really hard to go out and do the road i you know i said I said to God one night in bed, I said, this is probably right when we're in, we're doing DC and New York. Right after New York, partied hard in New York, go to DC. And I said, I, I said to God, I was like, God, man, I don't know how I'm gonna do this tour. Cause this tour was going from from the very beginning of the year to the very end of the year. There was no break. And I was like, I need to really get in control of my drinking because it's I'm out of control right now. Like, not that it doesn't happen when I'm home, but when I'm on the road, it's not. It's not a couple drinks and then go to bed. It's on the bus. We're killing beers. We're talking. We're shooting, like shooting the shit until someone passes out. First one that passes out, we all pass out. And then we wake up, work out, be healthy in the day. But it starts up again at like, you know, whatever time the second show's over. And I was like, I was like, man, I need like a break. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get that break. Like, give me like a movie or something where it's like a legit excuse for me to take a break from the road and man be careful what you wish for because the fucking very next week i'm in new orleans i'm partying and god's like hey man how about 10 weeks how does that sound and i was like "Huh?" and they cancel the shows we drive across the country and now here i am going i guess in my head i've been saying you know i need a break and that's why i quit drinking i was like we're in the break now i'm in that break i go Uh, let's lose weight my big thing let's lose weight let's get uh, let's get off blood pressure medicine let's quit drinking for the don't worry period. about getting off of that blood pressure medicine right now what's that i'm not getting off it right yeah, now it Might yeah. help you. um let's quit drinking for the for the period we're off let's not get let's i'm not going to be a teetotaler like if if they loosen up restrictions and they yeah. go you can hang out in, in more than groups of 10 and we go to our friend's house yeah and, and we have and we're having dinner at a friend's house i'll have some wine but i'm not gonna drink with my family while i'm sitting with them like that yeah and I go, maybe this is, maybe this saved my life. Maybe this is, you know, cleans my body up and gets me a little healthy and gets me running and gets my body to a lightweight where running isn't a chore every now and then. It's, and a, great I lift to, it's weights. a great way to look at this. I want to lift weights.
1: It's good. It's good. It's positive. It's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to tip to make lemonade out of lemons mm. and say, there's positives. I can't wait to interact with people. I can't wait to go to the comedy store. I can't wait to write. I've been writing jokes all week about good. about hanging out with my kids and... And you're like i haven't been writing jokes i'm gonna write a script it's like fuck do all the shit you wanted to do get in front of it there's nothing like there's no i heard ted Danson once say there's nothing like failure and and being at your bottom to inspire you to be creative and when i woke up and i didn't have any press for my fucking special i was like okay in my head i was like okay so my special bombed it tanked we get it right we have no special no one saw the special by the way it's the first day but like and i just but i'm and i'm but i'm just not doing that's you. press all day yeah i'm not flying to new york that night right. i'm not impressed all week it makes it feel like no one wants it yep. you know because they canceled everything yeah and i start making out a list i go here we go this is this is bert what post travel channel travel channel fires bert you're not gonna you're not gonna beat me up i'm getting out of this it's the way my brain works it's this fucking fucking like like Almost like begrudging. Like there's no better feeling than getting fired from Travel Channel and then them coming back to see me at Constitution Hall or wherever I performed when I when they saw me and and say, "Man, there's three thousand people out there. You're doing two shows." And you're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Man, when can we work with you?" And I'm like, uh, "Travel Channel? Yeah, yeah. You have to have ghost experience to there, do, Yeah, I know now. Now I know now. Right? Jesus. There's no better feeling than than. It's like almost like the chick that cheated on you now wanting to get back together. And you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm past you. Yeah. Yeah. And so. It's good. So look forward to more like that. Yeah. Create content, do podcasts. I was like, double down on podcasts, create content, make some videos, yeah. get ready for the tour, write material, and then be like, bam, come June, I'm back at it.
1: And, and
0: um, I'm going to say something goofy, but it, it th- feels those. like.
1: Um, and I don't know what this means, but like a little spiritual program might be good too. Ooh, I like that. Like what? I don't know. I don't know what that means. I, part of my head went, well, maybe that means more time with his family or maybe it means more time walking or maybe it's something else for you, but something that would help you with some of that anxiety what and about energy. What about TM? TM would be great. Can I learn TM online? Probably. I think you have to have your guru and stuff. I'm a little skeptical of TM, although okay. a lot of people swear okay. by it, but, uh, but you can certainly learn uh, mindfulness of all
0: kinds. I would love to learn something. Yeah. I would love to do something, something spiritual. But I, I don't. I'm like kind of. I'm a little susceptible to everything. Like I'm, I, I'm easily the guy that gets swept up into Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> like I could definitely see myself. Do not like, join a, anything like that. I can easily. Not be Not like, the short term. Oh, I, I'm. I was watching this whole documentary on cults, and I was like, I wish I had their confidence. <laughs> <laughs> These cult leaders really murder it. Like David Koresh, like jesus i can see myself getting swept up into his shit and going like this guy's got everything he's fucking my wife i mean my kids call him dad like how did you do this man so it's so funny is that a leanne up there that's leanne it's fantastic it's a much younger leanne how dare you i told leanne she's like she keeps telling people she's 50 to get ready for 50 yeah and i was like you can do that as long as you tell everyone he's 47 (laughs) i'm almost 50 but he's 47 i was like then you can do that I was gonna play golf during this time, play a lot of golf, but I feel like I feel I feel like that's a not a cool thing to do. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like in my I, head, I would agree with you on that. In my head, I go It feels it think, feels like I'm hoping
1: that one of the things that comes to this is like economic inequality somehow lessens or something.
0: Yeah, like people, people see, get together more or something. And people understand. Like I, I, I was like I said to Tom, I said, We should be careful about saying this to our fans on Two Bears One Cave. I said, Be careful about what you put on Instagram. Like while you're in your while you're in your sequestered and you're having fun with your family, some people are in panic. Oh yeah, and so don't go and be like, you know what? We're taking off to the beach this week. Oh no, no no no! We got a beach house and we're gonna like oh. I know some celebrities that just straight up fucking bounced and went to their lake house in Ontario. Or and you're like, you're like, I would never tell anyone about that. No, because join you, me in the hospital. We'll go do some work. Yeah yeah yeah. Find lean into the yeah to the socialist.
1: They're not the- these are the, but the same people that are so socially, you know, they're so socially conscious. Now's the time.
0: Yeah. Step up. Yeah. All you these do
1: that one person at a time. You give service. You don't, you don't, you don't just talk about it. You
0: do something. And oh I God. I, the, I, the I told Tom, I told Tom this. I said, the best thing we are good at is comedy. The best thing we can do is double down on podcasts. Yeah. I was like, me and you were like, we're like two gay lovers <laughs> who are married. Now, listen, we know we can get dudes on the side, but we got to promise that we'll be faithful with each other and not be around other people <laughs> so that we can keep making love. <laughs> yeah. And, and I go, that's and then de- that's not to destabilize the primary relationship. Yeah. I go, that's what we're good at is if we get together and we do podcasts, then we're good at that We're, And then that allows the person that's fucking like, God damn it, man, I'm in my house again. Give them a little more content. Just get their mind off it. I,
1: I agree. I, I, like I said, watching your, your special, just hanging out helpful
0: for me so that's a perfect way to end this podcast that's the greatest compliment i could ever get yeah well help me today well, well hey I, I will say this you know pulling the curtain back thank you for taking my call the other day anytime when i was spinning out anytime you were appreciate it leanne was to, the first one was like call dr drew
1: you were actually easy to bring down
0: i was okay at that time i think that might have been sunday yeah, I, can't I think remember. i might have already eaten a xanax
1: okay well you were pretty <laughs> it was pretty easy you did the right thing obviously i did, I did the right thing i did the right <laughs> thing.
0: so are you going to are you traveling at all
1: nothing zero zero i'm here so you're in I'm, la i'm here I'm, I'm doing a a nightly show on fox 11 where we just recap all the coronavirus news and it's stunning how much stuff changes every day it's really amazing when you try to recap all the stuff oh i bet Woo! it's it's kind of interesting and it gets me you know nervous have you doubled up on your solo podcast on your podcast i've been doing streaming shows every day okay uh, it's where do people do, find that drdrew.com. so i like I said this morning, I had this woman on. I wanted to talk about end of life. This I want, time. The, I want to Tom, watch that Tom, Green, <laughs> Tom Green tomorrow. Uh, I had Rob Schneider on a couple of days ago, and he said some stuff that then that's in the New York Times. Took after. Both Wait, of what us. Did, what did Rob Schneider say? He was just saying, you know, it's a virus. Calm down. It's like the flu. He was sort of comparing it to flus and things. He was being very. Cavalier, I'd say about it, but he was like trying to get he, his heart was in the right place. He was just like, yeah. oh, you know, we've been through stuff before. We're having a huge reaction here. Maybe it's not so necessary. He didn't say don't follow the CDC directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the New York Times said we we are, were virus deniers. I, I know it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Jesus. Yeah, they they really. Should, I I. You should have should, replied and said, "You should hear my thoughts about the Holocaust." <laughs> <laughs> no, you really should be able to sue these people. It's crazy that we can't. It's really crazy when they do horrible things like that in, in, in full knowledge of what they're doing come on
0: oh fuck. and so wait do you do that where do you film that Do you film that in my house oh really yeah we have a whole studio set up now oh god man you're all over so you got my wife yeah. set this whole thing up so it's really a pretty cool thing we we can stream right out, of,
1: right out of the kids playground. well when we're allowed it's like, this, like when, set up the when house. we're
0: allowed to hang out i'd love we got to do dinner all right please I would love that we've been talking about that for a while we got to do i want to do it yeah leanne absolutely loves you she cleaned the house because you were coming <laughs> she goes i can't that was the beginning of the the beginning of the shit show day we've been having was isla goes mom's in a way and i was like really and she goes oh yeah apparently someone important's coming over and i went hold on i go what's going on she's like i can't have my house looking like this if dr drew's coming over and i was like honey he doesn't give a fuck i said i'll walk him by the i'll I'll tell him we're afraid of infectious diseases and walk him through the back corner yeah she was like she was like, "No, I've got to clean this. I've got to meet with the the my contract." My does the same thing. It's always like my
1: my you know my if a male friend's coming over, so we wouldn't not even notice. Yeah, wouldn't even certainly not care, but definitely not even notice. Oh, I yeah. would not notice, nor yeah. would I care. No.
0: <laughs> How's Bob doing?
1: Good. I, I he called me about a week ago and was worried about the Corona thing and how he's going to deal with it in his programs. And I got I got to talk to him. And then I saw an Instagram of Shelly today where she had a full N ninety five mask on. Oh yeah. So I'm like, oh boy, Shelly's so sexy. You've never had her in here, have you?
0: No, I I'm, I was had a huge crush on her. She's amazing. I bet she she and she's become this like really skilled professional now. She's really so good. Oh my she god. was she was like my like crush on that show when I started watching it. And then well. I, and then one time I was with my daughter and she was in American Girl Doll I think with her daughter and uh, and I was like, oh my god, she's even beautiful in person. Yep, she is. Yeah, well, let's let's. Set I'd that love up. to have her on my Let, podcast. I think up. I reached out and talked to her about it. Maybe it's about doing it, but we never got in here. Well, I'll drag her in, maybe. Oh, we'll right, let's back. do it. Yeah, because we have time now. Hey, let's do this stuff. I got nothing but time. I'll yeah. text you. We'll figure out a time. All right. Hey, Drew, thank you for doing this. Pleasure. Okay, anytime. Fuck Yeah.